Welcome to Guys We Fucked. <laughs> guys We Fucked. Guys We Fucked. I'm Christina. I'm Corinne. We're sorry, sorry about, about last, last night. night. The anti-slut-shaming podcast. <laughs> I never stop. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Guys We Fucked. It is the anti-slut-shaming podcast. I'm Corinne. I'm Christina. Hey, how are you guys doing? It's April and we're still wearing winter coats. What the fuck? What the fuck? It's like December's all like beach weather, and now April's all like I need my mittens. Crazy. Um, <laughs> what it's else? So crazy, <laughs> Do you know what else is crazy? This company called Badger Face Beauty Supply. Oh, I love them. We've talked about them before. It's a listener-owned uh, company, so that's very special to us. Uh, it's all the good stuff, no fake shit. They have a lot of all-natural skincare, lotions, bath salts, uh, all made by a GWF listener. And Mother's Day is coming up. You must order by May first. Obviously, you should be thinking of your mom already. And they have milf gift sets. I can't think of a cooler thing to get your mom than a fucking milf gift set. She's gonna feel young. She's gonna feel sexy. She's gonna feel in charge. Oh, and oh, I- honey, thank you so much. <laughs> for my milf gift set fuck yes and i i know a lot of uh dudes are like why are you promoting all this girl shit um badger face beauty supply makes dude shit too oh shit there's beard balm there's face scrub uh there's a a dude lotion called man grease and the label says moisture your scaly ass with this excellent shit it's fun i always laugh when i open their products i have a great time we own a lot of it i use it i work at a fucking spa so this means something okay it means something guys get 10 percent off all your orders over $25 with the code GWF10 at BadgerFaceBeautySupply.com. Do it. Come see us live. Oh, my God. Lots of shows coming up in the New York City area and other areas. Uh, this is Corinne. I have my monthly show at the Standing Room in Long Island City called The Comedian Project that I co-host with Katie Hannigan. That is on Wednesday, April 13th. I'm very excited. It's at 9 p.m. And this week's guest on Guys We Fucked is, is going to be uh, performing this week. Uh, and uh, use code SEX for $5 tickets. That's really cheap. Then on Friday, April 22nd, the monthly installment of Nacho Bitches with Blair Saki happens at 11 p.m. at New York Comedy Club. For $10 tickets, use the code Nacho. Gonna be a shit show as usual. Oh, yeah. And then the next day, if you're in New York City on Saturday, April 23rd, Glamopus is happening, the April edition, co-hosted by myself and Wendy Starling. And we have a lot of really exciting, huge stand-up comedians on that show that I don't want to say their name because they asked me not to build them because then people won't go to their other shows. So just know it's going to be fun. It's at 730 Zinc Bar in the West Village. Um, And the ticket link for that is in the description of this podcast. And then uh, Corinne and I are so fucking excited on Monday, April 25th. This is a really fucking exciting big deal you guys it's a big deal yeah we're um, starting our, our guys we fucked tour test dates uh and it's gonna be that day uh at subculture which is on bleaker street in new york city tickets are 15 dollars. the doors open at seven o'clock and the show starts at 8 p.m all ages are welcome the only thing is that anyone under 16 needs to bring an adult with them this is a very important because we're going to be testing out all the shit that we're going to ultimately take on the road so you guys that are coming to these tests Test states, you will have the power to help decide 
what happens on the Guys We Fuck tour. Yeah, and we have a lot of exciting shit planned. we don't know. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> no, we know. We're just, we're gonna know. We're gonna absolutely know. We're gonna know. We're gonna, yeah, I'm so excited to be developing this tour with you, Corinna. I just feel so hashtag blessed. Um, no, seriously, it's gonna <laughs> I be I wish you guys could have seen her face. Um, yeah, Monday, April 25th, calm out. And then if you're in Miami, Florida, or if you're near the Miami, Florida area, or if your dad owns a plane and he wants to fly you to Miami, Florida, I don't fucking know. Or good, your mom. You. Oh, yeah, women are rich too. <sighs> Fuck, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, Saturday, April 30th, uh, Wendy Starling and I are bringing Glamour Puss to the Flamingo Theater. We have a very special guest who will be on the show that night who you will fucking love. Uh, I'm really excited for the show. We have a lot of cool stuff planned yet again, which is so fun. Um, yeah, so April 30th, tickets for that are in the description of this podcast. I'm so excited to be in Miami. I'm going to buy a neon green bathing suit and just burn on the beach all day with a lot of sun tail lotion. Yeah, but. I was like, Jesus, please wear sunscreen. Oh, you have to. That's the that's the secret to youth. <laughs> sunscreen. Speaking of youth, how's your pussy? Oh, my God. Okay, I don't think I've gotten a yeast infection while doing this podcast before. I was like, I I've never. That's usually like I just me them. every month. Yeast or UTI. I... I, yeast infection should burn in hell. I have never in my fucking life itched so badly uh-huh. in the most inconvenient place. Yeah. You know the face a dog makes when he's taking a shit in public and you meet eyes and he just looks like shame? Sad? Oh, yeah. That's me in public trying to hide scratching my vagina and just scaring kids away. Yeah, because you opened a bake shop in your underwear. It, the worst, the bake shop from hell. Mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. it, I cannot, I like wanted, I forget what I was going to do one day. I was like, oh, I'm going to do me today. I'm going to like go to a museum or something. Mm-hmm. I forget the fuck it was. And then I was itching and then it kind of went away. It came in waves. Mm-hmm. And my GYN said, don't use Vagisil. Yeah. I'm like, well, what the fuck do I use? My yeah. nails to scratch off my vagina? I don't well, know. Then you have that vaginal discharge underneath your fingernails. Oh. Oops. Maybe that's why I had us for so long. Anyway, uh, <laughs> wow. Well, learning something new every day, guys. That's what getting older is all about. I like went, I think it was like a museum. I think it was like the fucking tenement museum. I've always wanted to go there. And I'm like, you know what? Today's Christina that's Day. That's an uplifting day. I fucking love history and I wanted to experience tenements. And so uh, I went and then I was itching so bad mm-hmm. and like making people uncomfortable. Like I wore one of those coats where the pocket was right over my vagina oh, so i could call. put my hand in the pocket and scratch my crotch when necessary mm. and no one would see it yeah but the thing with that is everyone saw it and so i fucking left i didn't even go to the museum but because- do you know what i oh, see i wish I, I wish i could have guided you through this process because when you have a yeast infection wear a long flowing skirt with no underwear and let oh. it just breathe in the wind a little bit because oh, if a really? little yeast falls out onto the sidewalk who's gonna know they're not gonna know what that <laughs> is that's all my pill, my mommy's pills. Don't, well, because, don't worry about it. Keep moving. Nothing to see here. Because any like any fabric up against it, and also it's like you, it's super spreadable. So it's just like, dude, it, the yeast is just. You have to when you have a yeast infection, you're supposed to be changing your your cotton panties like multiple times a day Oops. because you're just keep giving yourself a yeast oh, infection. Like a lot, a lot of times. Why did the doctor? 
doctor tell me that? A lot of times, just come to Corinne. Yeah, I'm going to call you next time. With all no your more pussy of this problems. Revealing shit to you on the podcast, but we record after the fact. I could have saved my, I could have actually gone to the Tenement Museum and fucking enjoyed it. Yeah. Had my vagina not been itching. It mm-hmm. was the yeah. worst. It was, I cannot, I almost had an anxiety attack that the itch was so bad. And what I did was, I put a condom on my Hitachi wand mm-hmm. and I just, Put it up against my vagina, right? All, like all day, yeah, all day. It's like containing bed bugs. So, but that's what I did when I had the really bad UTI. I went in the shower and masturbated oh, because yeah. the, the the power, the only thing feeling that was more powerful than the pain of the UTI was the orgasm. You know what's weird? It was like cutting, up? but for your vagina. Oh, it's so sweet. Uh, <laughs> one thing that's weird though that I feel weird saying. The orgasm that I gave myself while having a yeast infection was like pretty good. Yeah. But like it felt different because the whole vagina was itching. Yeah. So when I had an orgasm, it just like satiated the itch and made me, it was so weird, but I'm like, this isn't half bad. Oh, so it scratched your itch and made you come. Yeah. Mm. It was two birds with one stone. Because I tried so many things. I tried putting hot water on my vagina. That hurt. I was like, ow, why? What did I think was going to (laughs) happen? How hot was it? It was pretty hot. It was like the hottest. (laughs) Because sometimes when I have bug bites, mosquito bites on my leg, for example, I'll put yeah. hot water on it and it sa- it scratches the itch. Don't yeah. do that to your pussy because uh, oh that god, hurts. yeah. And then I was like, what if I wet this paper towel and put it in the freezer and Ooh. then put it on like the cold? That fucking hurt. This too. vagina solution was too cold. <laughs> this was too hot. <laughs> just uh, use a Hitachi wand for twenty four hours. Don't leave your apartment. Yeah. But, like there was one point where Stephen and I like went to the movies and then we came home. And I'm like, hey, I gotta. Just stay here on the couch, please. And yeah. and uh, I got to go uh, masturbate real quick. And he's like, okay. And then, because, you know, when you know your partner's masturbating right in the next room, you kind of want to be involved. But then I was like, don't come in. Ooh, no one wants to be involved in a yeast infection. I, I don't even want to be involved in my own yeast infection. Me either. I want it out. It's, I want it nowhere near that. Yeah, it's just like your vagina's drunk and barfing and ruining your oh, night. just the worst fucking friend. Let me friend. hold your hair back. Yeah, the one friend who, like, falls over getting like, into the cab. Uh, I'm like, don't worry about Tracy. She won't throw up in the cab. She, and then she barfs everywhere and urinates. Tracy and, ruined it for everyone. You had to leave early because Tracy was puking. Yeah, every, uh, hate that friend yeah uh but uh that was my vagina for the past couple it was i i it was horrible vaginas are so pesky yeah well my vagina does this new thing where like based on where i am in my birth control it it, uh it lets off a different scent really (laughs) like i actually i I actually sometimes i quarantine my vagina it's not allowed quarantine it. it's not allowed to be involved in any cunnilingus during certain scent scent periods is it bad scent? It's, I'm assuming. It, I mean, like it go. There's, there's one, there's one scent that it gives off that's a little too metallic for my taste. I, <laughs> You're I, not the one eating it though. I, but I, but I try it. You know that. Yeah, yeah. You always. Taste I wouldn't this. expect anyone to eat anything that I haven't tasted. You don't want a fucking chef just giving people <laughs> food and not knowing yeah, what it tastes like. You taste it as you go along. Oh, and yeah. uh, Gordon Ramsay taught me that. I mean, Ugh, if there's one thing we can all learn. From I mean, Gordon. I wish Gordon Ramsay ate my pussy, but I, he just taught me that from tasting. You want Gordon as Ramsay you, to eat your oh, pussy? I would love Gordon Ramsay. He kind of looks like Sting, but he's mean and he has a british accent everything i could look for what about man. guy fieri uh, you like guy fieri i out? fucking love guy fieri wow. i'm not sexually attracted to him but i feel like after i've watched him eat a lot of different things and i kind of would like him to eat my vagina because i feel like he would really go in go yeah. in hard on it he probably would and then he'd make you his sesame jack chicken strips yeah and he afterwards. would and he would just like a little bit sweet a little bit spicy he always says that <laughs> a little bit, it's either one or the other there's nothing else <laughs> um yeah so your vagina it's just, yeah, it just, does like, your boyfriend say anything about like, it smells weird? I told t- him he wasn't allowed near it because oh. it was, it was smelling. Okay. Yeah. He actually trusted me. He's like, can I eat that pussy yet? And I was like, nope. <laughs> Yo, can I eat that pussy yet? Nope. 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 
Yeah. <laughs> I can smell. When how, it's bad how many when days does it smell? It's bad when you're fucking standing. I, I stand at my job uh, at the spa when I, I'm standing at my receptionist job and I can smell my own pussy. But right. While standing. Can you do that? Do you ever smell yes. your own pussy? Yes. But then I'm like, well, maybe I'm the only one that smells it. <sighs> that's what I want. Because like, I shower. That's what I want I everyone sometimes. to believe. But it's not. Yeah. But it's not. I guess the, the smell is directly related to my birth control. I've, I've talked to my OBGYN about it and she's like, it's normal because especially because like I'm, I'm getting the the not like high end of the birth control it's like the imitation you yeah, know when they buy the, yeah the generic one that's the word i was looking for what the <laughs> imitation birth control i was like that you know sounds like a baby like fake crab meat whatever no but the the generic version and they put like other fillers to make the formula different so that they can have oh. the generic version and sometimes it's those fillers that oh. make your pussy like give off How a different scent i don't know last? and sometimes my, my, my pussy usually adjusts to it but i've been on this for a while and just like yeah there's just one week where my pussy just smells whole weird week? yeah because it's that that week of those specific pills because you know the oh, different colors yeah 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 it's not and it's very annoying but sometimes it reacts and sometimes it does it. and then i fuck with my birth control a lot so i don't get my period a lot oh right 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 i decided to take control of my own body I can choose if I have a period or not. Or if my pussy smells real bad. It's not, I mean, it's just, it's just pungent. You know, I've never, I, now I'm thinking about like, when have I ever noticed a, the smell of a woman's vagina while I'm out in the world? You know what? That's never. a really good point. Ne- I feel like you. one time I smelled someone else's period. When I was in the locker room once at the gym, I was like, ooh, you got a shower, girl. But we're in the locker room. Like, yeah. Of course, that smell is going to happen at some point in time. You know what? That's a really good point. I never smell anybody else's. When have you ever smelled another woman's pussy out in the world? Yeah. So ask yourself, kids. (laughs) That's very wise. Thank you. Good point. Uh, Speaking of wise people... Uh, we have some more brawler names who have donated to us. We have, we have more to go. So if we haven't gotten to your name yet, relax, we'll get there. But we want to say to you, Danielle Wood. Thank you. <laughs> Gavin Sherry, you sound like a stripper and a bottle of wine. James Clausen, you need a pickle? Brian Schwartz, part of the tribe. Mark Hoffman, you could teach me math probably. <laughs> Key Wang. Oh, I love that you're Asian and listening. Not me, to be honest. Angel Mendoza. <laughs> Come over, Red Rover. What? I don't know. Marley Stryker. I want you to hit me. Christopher Good. Get your finger out of my ass. Elizabeth Klosterman. Thanks. <laughs> Thank y'all. It's a bad. Thank y'all so much. Your first name is my middle name. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. So crusty. Um, let's do, I didn't put this in this order, but can we do the ad next instead of the email? Sure. Okay. So, because I want to, I'm really excited about this ad because, uh, our sponsor today, Guys We Fucked, is also brought to you by Casper Mattresses. Obsessively engineered American-made mattresses at a shockingly fair price. And now you can get $50 off any mattress purchase by going to casper.com with a c slash gwf and using the code gwf you spend a 30 of your of your life sleeping do it on a good mattress also i had a fucking three-way on a casper mattress and let me tell you something that shit held up okay i was so excited to get this casper mattress before the Mm three-way because i was like next time we do a casper mattress commercial i'm gonna talk about how dope this three-way was thanks casper really appreciate it and also you guys you can try the mattresses for a hundred days free trial they'll deliver it to your door and if you're not satisfied call them they'll pick it up no charge to you so fucking have a three-way on a casper mattress it is wonderful 
and you can fucking bounce up and down and if the other person's sleeping like you know they won't notice i was gonna say it's also it's also just good for sleeping yeah it's great for sleeping but like the (laughs) three-way thing it was so clutch It was so clutch. Um, emails, guys. We emails. Can get, we get some good emails. Uh, if you want to, if you want to email us, it's a uh, sorry about last night show at gmail.com. Um, this email is called. The subject line is: I wish nipple play were okay. This is from a girl. Sup, fuckers. Uh, I hope to hear these words come out of one of your mouths through my headphones one day. You will. I'm a soon-to-be 25-year-old graduate student in a small, boring town with no one to fuck but old friends and undergrads. So it's safe to say that my sex life has been next to nothing for me the past several months. Every time I meet someone new, which is not often, I develop stupid crushes that sometimes turn into hookups, which are never satisfying. The truth is that I'm bored and almost always regret these prospects after the fact. Isn't it always after the fact? One such crush and I started to get pretty hot and heavy last week, and he wouldn't stop twisting and pushing on my nipples to the point that I was actually in physical pain. I squirmed a lot and expressed my discomfort, but the nipple play continued and it totally got me out of the mood. My chest is far from the best. I have small breasts with nipples on the larger side, so guys usually focus their attention on my greatest asset, my butt. I can't tell if the if this guy's touching was too rough. Am I too sensitive, or was it a combination of both? But I was wondering if you ever had any if you had any insight on the subject slash tips to make them less tender in the future. Ideally, I will only be hooking up with someone who knows my body and what makes me tick. But not all of us have that luxury, especially with so few fish to pick from. This email I liked a lot because when I read it, uh, Stephen was in the living room and I read it, and it reminded me of I don't like nipple play. I you can lick. But don't, mm-hmm. don't pull, don't pinch, don't yeah. get the fuck out of here with that pitching in my nipples. Yeah. Steven, the first time we hooked up, like twisted them and like pulled them really hard. And I was like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Like no. BDSM shit. A little. And yeah. I was like, uh, mama don't like that. You yeah. never do that to me again. Yeah. And he, we were talking afterwards about there's a girl he dated with huge tits and she loved her nipples like like to the point where you could not believe a person could possibly enjoy it. It looks so painful. Right. So he was, he dated this girl for, for a good amount of time. And I guess he assumed that because of that experience, like Big other women, ladies, yeah. like nipple play. Right. And right. no, that's just not true. So I'm wondering if the guy that this girl was with is someone who was with a person previously and they, uh, they liked it. So he figured, you know, some guys, and I do this too. Well, then she must right. like it. I don't think you can make your nipples any different, uh, a different sensitivity to touch. Can you? Now, in my experience, you like what you like. Nipple play is very like it's yeah, it's very you hard. Blow on that thing yeah. like a hot cup of tea. That's well, it. it. That's all you're getting. <laughs> it's just hard to d- to know who likes nipple play and who doesn't. In my experience, let. It's more it's more common for people to not like nipple play. Right. Like a little lick is usually always good because you can see the nipples get hard. Like yeah, I actually I love touching guys nipples, but like I feel like I like it a lot more than they like it because it gets too rough and like like biting and stuff. I mean, also men are like little pussies and they're very sensitive, but um, I like to get a little rough as as we know. Um <laughs> Yeah, I certainly don't like. I like a lick, like a lick or like a little pull, but other than Nothing, that, yeah. it's not. That's not the area. There's just not enough. There's so many more places that are more sensitive, including like my neck, my ears, right? Like my fucking armpit. Like there's just other shit that I would like better. Yeah, and I've heard of girls like coming from someone touching their nipples. Yeah. I've heard that multiple times. 
good for you. Not my nipples. My yeah. nipples are not that. And if I could choose to trade, yeah, that'd be awesome. I want to know what that feels like. But yeah. uh, that's not what I like. So I don't. I just think that it's a matter of. You said you expressed to him your discomfort. I, hopefully that meant telling him, like, don't do that. That hurts. Yeah. Because you got to be very clear. He kept on doing it. If someone, oh my God, I'd be so pissed. If I said, stop doing that, that hurts. And someone kept doing it. I'd be like, all right, now I want you out of my apartment. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. I would be so angry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just completely ruined. So uh, there's nothing wrong with your nipples and you like what you like. And if someone's too rough, you tell them. Yeah. No, absolutely not. <laughs> Uh, so this next email, the subject line is toplessness. Uh, hey, ladies, my name is Alex, and I recently found your podcast and enjoy it thoroughly. I enjoy your openness and honesty on all wish issues regarding women. I thought I would pose a question to you regarding women's ability to go topless in public and what this says about gender equality and objectification in the United States. I was recently in Europe, Barcelona, on vacation, and although I was aware that it is more common for women to be topless on the beach or other places swimming in Europe, being there and witnessing it and seeing how society handles it entirely different uh is oh is entirely different it's weird to see a group of teenagers hanging on the beach just having fun with the girls not covering their tops as a healthcare worker who has seen more naked people in my life i'm 20 years 28 years old than some people will see in their lifetime i'm very aware that the naked body isn't inherently a sexual object even though it would seem that way in the united states through the media Seeing topless women interacting in society just like a man would made me feel like there was less objectification and more gender equality. Topics that seem to be hot here in the, in the United States. More so, it also made me feel that there was less pressure on appearance and looking sexy, things that don't affect me as much as a guy, but I know is severely detrimental to women of all ages. What do you think this says about culture here in the United States, and what does this say about how women are viewed here? Do we have a a few things to learn from other countries around the world as women do you feel like you should be able to go topless anywhere a man can and not be objectified or viewed as crazy what kind of advancements do we have to make as a society regarding these issues personally I feel that empowering the women in our country should be of a highest priority because I too often see the bad decisions disempowered women make also, as long as women are blatantly objectified as sexual objects, businesses will profit from it and male to female interpersonal relationships will be affected in some way. What a good you smart email. You're so smart. I love this email. Um, I mean, I totally agree. I think that you should be able to fucking go anywhere without your, your top on. I mean, like not to New a York business City, meeting probably. Yeah, but, but but the thing is, you can legally, but we never see people doing it. And kind of as he says, in this thing anytime we see someone even I do it even when I see someone topless I'm like oh this is a fucking crazy person I've seen a lot of people I always see topless women in Sheep's Meadow the Sheep's Meadow area of Central like Park during the summer yeah now a lot of times it's like a, there was I remember one time mm -hmm. it was a birthday party for kids and one of the moms had her tops so oh really top off, and I was like good Bravo. for her yeah kept staring at her tits all day right I mean I'm not not gonna well, because we're because not we're not, not used to, to it yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. so I think women I mean you can't I mean, you would love to say, yeah, we won't get objectified when we're running around topless. But of yeah. course, we, we can't help not getting objectified. We, yeah. I don't know what's going on in your brain. And I think it's attributed to uh, women always looking hot in the media. And it's so annoying and the billboards and the bullshit and the all you see are half naked women with their tits almost hanging out. It's like the su most suggestive uh, uh, minimal clothing marketing for women. Right. Well, this is this email is this what he's talking about here is exactly why I did the naked show because I was like I'm gonna be naked in a non sexual situation mm -hmm. and just fucking do it. 
Like, yeah. And, and, and it wore off. And yeah, exactly. Like, it, there was the immediate thrill or excitement, and then immediately wore off, and we're just like, oh, this is just the same. This is just a comedy show. Yeah. That's that, all that it is. is. But it, it was kind of cool because it's like, oh, that's what your body looks like. But right. then after a minute, you get over it. Right. Totally. No, I mean, I, I would love if we, if we, there was nudity wasn't such a big deal here. If taking off your top wasn't scandalous if you could just fucking it would just make and also just like I think for women just like being able to be out in the open naked is also like even around other women it just makes you feel more comfortable I I was thinking about it today I was in the gym locker room people are covering themselves with towels as they're getting changed and even I like it made me feel I'm like well I don't care if you see my pussy but like do not want to see my pussy I feel like I'm making people uncomfortable like with my comfort with my own body but and it's like weird because of the way it's set up and like even I like I get alarmed by naked women in the locker room just like really yeah it's like it's a fucking locker room and I'm still alarmed by nudity there it's just like we're so weird about it in this country and and it's it's just yeah I mean this is so hard to achieve like some this is something that Europe has been just working on for centuries I know I mean if I if there I mean I I always thought like oh I could I could technically I can go topless in Central Park right Mm -hmm. now Mm -hmm. I don't want to do that because then all the they're I just I'll get remarks that I don't want Mm -hmm. I'll get looks that I don't want it'll end up ruining your day yeah it'll piss me off yeah in, but in locker rooms, I'm the person that covers up. But I I like when women don't give a shit because it mm-hmm. it instills more confidence in me. Yeah, that's why I love when fucking Lena Dunham is naked on girls. I'm like, people need to be used to seeing bodies that aren't fucking size zero. Oh, and she went full puss on this week's I episode. Know. I fucking yeah. loved it. Yeah. I wish yeah. she should be naked the whole fucking show because I people need to get used to seeing naked bodies especially on women it doesn't mean that we're trying to be titillating well especially when our body perfect 10 models exactly yeah it's so fucking annoying yeah this is how a person looks deal with it size zero and if you're size zero good for you that's great that's beautiful Mm -hmm. but you should fucking that's why ashley graham on the cover of of si Mm -hmm. thank god Mm -hmm. jesus christ i'm so sick of seeing i mean and she's like one type of woman so hot (laughs) oh she's so fucking hot oh my god i think the next step is having someone who's aesthetically unattractive on the cover yeah, um, Sports Illustrated. That'll never see that's because I feel I wish like, it would. I feel like we're comfortable now with heavier women, but I just want to see like an ugly woman, like yeah. straight up ugly. Yeah, that's me too. Yo, what's up? Here I am. I want yeah to and to be on TV and, and movies and stuff because you so often you see yeah. dudes that are like kind of gnarly looking and they always got a slam. Yeah, look chick. around. There's way more ugly people than attractive. <sighs> I people. know. Why are we only showing the attractive people? That means your boner's only going to go to the. The ugly people are also like probably so much more interesting. Oh, they're way better. They probably. got stories. I mean, hot people are cool too, but they also get shit handed to them. Yeah, the hot people that I've talked to. They're like, it's not easy being hot. I'm like, no, it's not. Okay. Tell me. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's not, I think only because people are always like, it must be so easy. And then just having everyone always telling you it's so easy. Right. That in itself is a burden. Yeah. (laughs) And for Uh. that, I'm truly sorry. (laughs) Oh, you're living a life that is very heavy. Uh, Everyone's got their own struggle, guys. Uh, Oh my gosh. Speaking of non-struggles. Yes. uh, Corinne and I are currently recording. Uh, Shout out to Alex Brazel. He has an amazing recording. recording studio uh in alphabet city it's called show briz b-r-i-z um and a lot of people always ask us like i want to start a podcast what do i do well he offers those services so we want to give him a quick shout out because he's letting us record guys we fucked in here this weekend next week and we're very thankful and these studios fucking amazing um but if you are interested in inquiring uh to him about 
his services. They're really fucking great. Uh, if you follow him on Twitter at showbriz, B-R-I-Z, studios, plural, uh, hit him up because this is a fucking dope setup. And we're also doing his show on Monday in Union Hall in Brooklyn at 8 o'clock. It's a talk show. Uh, it's called Running Late with Scott Rogowski. And uh, Lisa Ann's going to be on it too. She's a porn star. She's very popular. Um, and so are we. So fucking come and then like buy me a drink. <laughs> Don't do that. It's Monday. Buy me a drink. Um, all right. And another person you can buy a drink if, if you see him around town. Uh, our guest this week. Yeah, I was going to say his name, but I was like, we have to say more about it. This is a person who oh. I think I think the comedy community has been hiding this person and selfishly keeping him to ourselves for too long. So uh, one of my favorite things about the Guys We Fuck podcast is just introducing all the listeners to not only wonderful comics, but wonderful people. And this is a prime example of that. Uh, I'm so excited to have him here today. He's one of the funniest, kindest, most insightful, warmest people I know. Uh, Please, ladies and gentlemen, welcome Petey DeBrew. We met in a club, said I was a good dancer Had a little grind, made me pull my pants up I said you play too much, you threw your hands up And asked for my number, I gave no answer You said, oh son, you're playing hard to get I said, I don't play hard to get, I'm just hard to get No banter, then I sat in the booth You followed me through, gave me a lap dance And sat on my lap, and this ain't lap land But I sure feel like Santa I'ma tie you up with my bandana Fresh off the stage on a wave like a banner And you came in the club with Tony Montana But now you wanna leave with a female skanker I don't blame you, I'm flattered No more drinks, I'm battered and I know how to thank ya Yeah, come here Manchester Rocket, me and my Icon X fan, we run it Me and my team are just trying to have funny Drunk as fuck and ain't spent no money DJ stylist, run chat and pull it We stay buzzing, surrounded by honeys And a couple of meat edges acting like dummies Just trying to get up in the middle like brummies Hey Petey How are you? We're here with Petey So happy to be here with you too, I feel proud of myself I'm proud of what, you like, like you've made it? Yeah On the Guys We Fuck podcast, didn't even have to fuck anybody no, That's yeah, what I'm saying Climbing up the ladder, not even fucking You know you're special I saw someone today and they're like what are you doing oh it was melinda from over the greenwich uh-huh so i'm like yeah i'm going over to do the guys we fucked podcast i didn't fuck them <laughs> and it was like oh wow and then you high five why yeah. are you making it pd i'm real proud of you i feel i feel good to be here and honored <laughs> i feel honored to be here with you guys you got your fucking nuts yeah my you know cold I mean? brew you're cold you're what you hear right chino. now is a health nut mix and a cold brew and a palm um, i don't even know nobody in the hood that drink palm well i don't, I don't know think any- they sell it in the hood yeah, well, I mean, they don't. I live in Harlem, and the best I can do is Jolly Rancher soda. <laughs> I didn't even know that was a thing. They had Jolly Rancher soda? Yeah, that's what I. That was the first thing I learned when I moved to Harlem because I was like, let's it's a ex- food desert. Yeah, I was like, let's explore my, oh my uh, local bodega. That sounds so fucking terrible. No, Where? it was. I mean, I bought it, of course, oh, but yes. just to taste it. You like two sips and threw it out? Well, because I was like, I'm the new kid in town. I should adjust to my new surroundings. That it shouldn't adjust to me. You know, should. like I don't want wheatgrass shots. Like I'm going to live the Harlem lifestyle well i hope the bronx turns around like is that, that where you're from yeah i like when i think when people i like i hate when people complain all oh, these people are moving in yeah like you didn't own shit here before so why are you mad that someone else is moving in and owning but the shit? Gen- the whole gentrification thing like driving prices up that would make me fucking hate yeah i mean white people, moving in. White people are are ruining harlem let's i mean i'm, I'm white and i'm the first white. to admit it i'm not gonna say white <laughs> You know what I was thinking you about can, this? can, though. Yeah. Uh, white. All right, care. so this is, what was, <laughs> this is what I was thinking about the other day in the shower. I was like, my opinion on race changed once I met my first black friend who's who came from money. 
Really? Because I didn't know there were black people that just came from money or like their parents or whatever did well for themselves. That's I thought like, everybody was just struggling. That's like very like and then, heartwarming and also sad. No, but I was just like, hey, this ain't a race thing. It's not well, like all because then I'm and then I met poor ass white people from Alabama and I'm like, oh, right. oh, oh, there's people, some poor ass white hit, but cool, oh, yeah. but cool as shit, cool as shit. I remember when uh. I, I, I've always wanted to make a bit about this, but I, you know, I, I stay away from the race stuff just because I don't want to piss anybody off mm-hmm. and uh, on my stand up. But like the moment in in school <clears throat> where you learn about slavery, mm-hmm. and there's that moment. Where, at least for me, I don't know how other people feel about this, but I was like, oh fuck, <laughs> that's fucked. And then you look around to all the like the black kids in your class. You're like, oh, dude, I'm so off. Oh, I'll, do, white I'll guilt. do your homework for you. Yeah, just like you, when you learn the world is a horrible place sometimes, and yeah. history has been atrocious to to groups of people for pretty yeah, much. Yeah, it's just no us reason. isolating one group and being like, we fucking hate that group today. What what's what's your ethnic background? Um, my dad is from Guyana mm-hmm. and my mom is, her family's from the Virgin Islands. Okay. Ooh. So, but she's born in the Bronx. Okay. And then everything after that is like, I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> You're you know a mixed I mean? breed. Yeah. I was talking to, I was talking to people earlier and I was like, it's like almost like a car where somewhere along the way the title got misplaced. <laughs> so no one knows what kind and of model it is. And just like, you got an ancestry.com. <laughs> yeah. You got an ancestry.com to car make a model. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I think I'm like a 97 Camry, though. <laughs> you feel like a 97 Camry? You never see an old Camry driving and you like, word. <laughs> still still moving. I say still. word to myself all the time, yeah, Petey. I know you do. You know I, me. I, I, I do. Tell. I can tell. <laughs> Yo, you remember we were on the train a few months ago? This that was the best thing. This is your No, tell me. I don't know the story. Yo, there was this black dude. I don't know. Was he doing comedy? Or he was just talking and then... On the train? On the, on the D train, right? Yeah. And we were on the D train. It was me... It was it was uh Corinne, it was uh My boyfriend. Your boyfriend, what's his yeah. name? James. James, good guy. And it was uh <laughs> Coscarelli, Coscarelli, and then this my black guy just yeah. comes up and he's just like And if anybody say anything to my beautiful white sisters, you gotta talk to me. And this dude is like a six fucking five black guy. He pointed at Corinne? Yeah, he just stopped. He yeah. Goes, like he was doing a spiel throughout the train and then he sees her and he goes, Hey, what's up? <laughs> And it's like, and, and she, the, all the priorities suddenly change. Yeah, and she like they locked eyes, and he was like, if anybody ever says anything bad about my white sister living in Harlem, in Harlem, they gotta talk to me. And I'll kick your she butt. She get his card, or yeah. well, James gave him a dollar. Oh, that's sweet. He was like, I'll kick their butt. My my health ain't all the way right, but I still Aww. kick their butt. I said, damn, that's love, that's yo. That's protection. It was so funny. I think I, I did think of you, Christina, because I was just like, this is <laughs> such a like, you know, I have a running a joke that I'm the Kim Kardashian of comedy, but like, mm. you know, I don't, if it's racist or not, but like every black comic, like when we're like at like the cellar or something, just like a, a hanging out, like a, I remember there was one time there was like a, just a line of black male comics who just came and like shook my hand like it was some kind of like a book signing that's love. That's, love. that's respect that's called respect well I, I feel very respected and i get very excited because you know white people like we feel like nothing's cooler than when black people like think we're like kind of cool too and that's how i feel with white people really? when we think you're like, cool what when i go to the to the old rooms in certain places and they laugh i'll be like yo they love me 
Oh, that shit feels so accepting because it's like you hear people talk shit about certain people, and then when you go and they like you, they're like, "Well, maybe it's just you guys they don't like." <laughs> I'm like they like breaking me. barriers, yeah, man. They like me. See, it's this cool. is so nice though because I didn't, I wouldn't think that. I, I oh, wouldn't yeah. think that you what? would give a shit about white people. Corny ass white people. But, yeah, we're so corny. You no, know, <laughs> you're not wrong. I mean, see, I'm working on a bit right now where it's like I'm because. I've heard like at least two or three black comics get on stage and go, hey guys, you know, I know what you're thinking. This guy sounds like a white guy. Right. And I'm like, dude, I know a million white guys that don't sound like that. Right. Like, that's not a white guy. That's a scientist voice. Right. That's not like a, a Bill white. Nye yeah, that's like plutonium. Like, that's yeah. the plutonium <laughs> voice. That's not regular just, hey guys, you want to go to the movies or something? Uh, hey everybody, I'd like some kale, please. <laughs> yeah. That we don't all sound like that. Stupid. I've been like learning shit. Like, she taught me about whirling dervishes. <laughs> I didn't know what the fuck yeah. that was either. Well, apparently no one did. I asked. You know, very odd. I asked phrases. at the creek. Well, it's just like I mean, you know what? I think because of <clears throat> my my great grandparents used a lot of interesting terminology, and then I have the, the Jewish background. Well, my my great grandma, who I think a lot of these things came from, is. Um, uh, I mean, she's been in America a long time, but her husband was from Hungary, came over on the boat from Hungary. And then my grandparents grew up in Jersey City. So, I mean, they were and they were, you know, pretty poor, at least especially my grandfather. And then I have the the Jewish side on my dad's side. So they were using probably like a lot of like Yiddish shangs oh, that I know. And I don't realize that everyone doesn't know. Like, yo, you got some schmutz on you or something. I'm like, I don't really. I'm schwitzing. I'm schwitzing. Yeah. Like, no, I don't really know. Everyone doesn't know that. Yo, yeah. I love Jewish people yo just to make <laughs> me just too to put that out i there. fucking love jewish people and i <laughs> don't there is some like someone needs a lawyer to litigate <laughs> litigation people in the hood now it's like it's lit and i was like it's litigated you know what i'm saying it's litigated it's for real it's official yo <laughs> jews will get your deal done hit the mallet boom hell yeah so uh what did uh growing up in the bronx look like for you specifically oh, this is man. a sex related right, podcast cool. so like so, oh can i tell you about fr- the first time i ever had sex please yeah. do yo the first time and i didn't even have sex i was about to have sex so oh, this is back in sucks. like the 90s when the chat lines was hot before the internet we had these chat rooms the, but the, oh no, no like a one nine hundred numbers no it was well in new york i don't know how what you're from jersey right yeah and you're from outside, outside Philly, Philly. yeah there was a thing in new york where you could just it's like a local number like a 718 or a 212 uh-huh and it were these chat lines where you could call up and uh it's just like uh like anybody could call you be in your house i'll be in my house and we're all in like a chat room with like 10 or 12 people just talking loud as fuck oh and say you're a hot chick or a hot chick you don't know you're on the phone yeah i was gonna say how do you know you're really trusting people i'm like like what would your username be k hutch or something it would be like x tina 143 it's like yo x tina let's go private yo and then you could like get a private room so like you would dial in your whatever three digit number and then i could dial in mine be like yo what should private and be like 249 i'm like mine's 838 all the other people the group go to my private chat room well you have to you have to change you have to exchange the individual numbers so i couldn't be like so anyway uh we would do this like we would do this like groups of like maybe like five or six of my friends we would all meet up and we're just chilling smoking weed and then it's like there's a cordless phone there we like yo let's get on the chat yo And Mom's then it's got a cordless phone. But there's always that one friend he's better with game than anybody else. Yeah. So I had Was that one, you? No, hell oh, no. Oh, really? I had a friend named Charles, Chuck, uh-huh. and he was the best like at getting girls to come to the neighborhood. Wow. What how, what kind of things did he say to him? 
to convince. Even, he just had that smooth game. You know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know when the dude be talking, he's like, Charm. Yeah, what's up, yo? Right, you, you, Ooh. You come over here. I'll got, go anywhere. We got bottles. We got shit. We bottles. got weed. We got shit, you know, come through. And oh, so anyway, that's enticing. So they might be like, you know, yo, bring some friends. I got like three friends. So I'll, I'll never forget. He um, he invited like three or four. Three or four girls came to the, to the block. And uh, one of the chicks, you know, I kind of liked her, whatever. She was there. Actually, she was. They were going to the train station, and I met them. And I was like, "Oh, what's up?" And then the next day, I invited them to my place because that was like my freshman year in high school. Okay. And I would just cut every day. Like as soon as my <laughs> mom would go to work, I would like go back home and just chill all day. Invite <laughs> no one all my friends your house? over. No, he got a degree in chilling. Yeah. Well, it was just me and my mom living together. So like, if they sent the the, the little letters, you could I get would it. get them and just throw them in the garbage. Oh hell yeah! And then. <laughs> Fuck school. So I'll never forget go one to day. School, y'all. One day I go, uh, I invite this girl over to the crib. My friends are there. A couple of her friends come over. We're in my room. I never had sex before. I'm like th- 13. Well, yeah, that's right? good. That's normal. No, not in my hood. That's not normal. <laughs> 13? Well, anyway, yeah. Oh, was... boy. But maybe you were the one doing the right thing in the hood. Nah, I was not. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so you're 13. So, all right, so she's over there. Boom, boom, boom. And my, my mom goes to work like 8, 9. She works for the Board of Ed. She comes, <laughs> she comes, that's funny, right? She that works for the funny. board of bed and I'm Bad fucking Hey, we have a CPD in three months. What? But anyway, so the girl's over. We're fucking making out. We're about to hook up, right? Uh, I didn't know, like, I never put a condom on before. Yeah. This chick's from Harlem. She's hot and ready. She's experienced, you know? <laughs> she fucking puts the condom on. And just as she's about to get on top, my mom kicks the <gasps> fucking door in. Boom. No. And I never forget my first words were like, oh shit. <laughs> and my mom was like, what the fuck? And my mom doesn't curse. She's like, what the fuck's going on? You cut in school. You're supposed to be in school. You don't never know what time I'm going to be home. And da 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 da. Could you put your dick away in time so she didn't see it? Well, I was under the covers. Oh, yeah, I was like, never so mind like, school. How about your dick out and you're 13 and there's a girl on top of you? Yeah, did your mom see your dick? Your mom didn't see your dick out? I mean, she's pretty sure. She, I, I'm living with my mom now. I'm pretty sure she still sees my dick now. So I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, we're comics. So cool. Yeah, yeah. You know, comics. Sure. I show Mom's my dad my pussy. Seen their no, dick. I'm like, I'll be on the couch and like, I don't know. I'll sleep in my underwear. My dick might be out. I don't know if she tucks it in. <laughs> I don't know if she tucks it in while I'm sleeping. Like, put that away. Put, tuck that in. Tuck that back in me a boxer leg. So anyway, my mom kicks in the door. Boom. Uh, whatever, whatever. She's yelling at me. And then she tells me, all right, you, uh, like, my mom, I don't know how she's angry, but she's like, walk her to the train station. Aww. And I walk her to the train station. And the cool part was the next day I fucked her. Nice. Because I'm like, and and she came back to the crib because I was like, there's no way my mom, we're too broke for her to take two days off in a row early. <laughs> Because that's what she's trying to say. She's like, you never know when I'm going to come home early from work. I'm like, bitch, we broke. You're yeah. not coming home <laughs> early work. that much. Yeah. So then <laughs> we fucked the next day. And How I was, was like, that? How long did you last your first time? Um, Probably not. I don't even, probably didn't even come. I didn't know what I was doing. Really? You didn't yeah. even come? Were you masturbating furiously as a teenager up until that point? Oh, yeah. Like a prisoner. I used How does a prisoner masturbate? I don't know, but I used to hide paraphernalia, like porno magazines oh, and shit, say. under the sink. Oh, wow. my God. I remember one time I was so ballsy, I put a fucking a centerfold on the back of my door. like a Because I figured my mom never comes in my room and closes the door. Right. right. Until one day she was like, what the fuck is this? So <laughs> Where's her pussy thing. out? Yeah, good old days. Good old nice. days. Yeah, you're really underestimating your mom on various occasions. Did she ever give you a talk about sex? No. She's just like, you know. And then my dad wasn't around, so it was like, it was just, 
you know, I tell people my mom raised me the best she could, and then hip hop did the rest. <laughs> hip hop was my fucking teacher. What has hip hop taught yeah. you about sex? Um, you could burn because my man ODB said he got gonorrhea twice. Okay, so uh, a little educational. So, so wrap it up. You know, ODB let you know. Even though he said he liked it raw, mm-hmm. he did like it raw. You saw his lifestyle, and you was like, I don't want my teeth to look like I just drank hot chocolate. <laughs> And put gold teeth on top. Wait, but does gonorrhea affect your teeth? I don't know, but it's a swag that I wasn't going for. <laughs> yeah, I was, <laughs> saying, I was like, I never heard it's that. It's a certain swag. You're just like, nah. That, 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 <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to go down that path. You feel yeah, me? Yeah, 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 yeah. Wrap it up, ribbity rappy. <laughs> <laughs> ribbity rap rap. You got to ribbity rap rap that. So, um, a little birdie told me. Uh, Talk about it, Corinne. Uh, <laughs> Tweet, tweet. You, you had an addiction to prostitutes? I'm, a, I'm not see prostitutes is a rough word. Sorry, he wants to use the word escort. Escort. Because oh, I God. got them online. This is when this was in the height of my criminal past. Oh. This, I used to live in Miami. Oh shit. Miami, I was doing it big. This is like 21. You I'm moved making, to Miami when you were 21? Well, I, I used to live in Orlando. And I started kind of making a little bit of money there, had a nice car and all that. But it was such a small town that people just assumed I was selling drugs, which I wasn't. What were you doing? I was doing some white collar shit. Okay. Somebody put me on and I kind of, you know, whatever. So then I I never forget visiting Miami and I met this dude from New York, Dominican dude. And he like I saw the way he was living for like 800 a month on the water and shit. And I'm like, Damn. I'm making way more than this guy. Yeah. And, what the fuck? and there's no like that's a beautiful part about Miami. If you ever want to do crime and spend your money. You can. Or even if you just have a lot of money and you just want to, like, you don't want the headaches of, like, in Miami. The IRS on your ass? Not even that. The main thing in Miami, anything you want, you just need first, last, and security. Oh, got it. That's okay. all you, there's no, oh. I'm going to visit really. Miami for the first time at the end of the month to do a show. First so, time ever? Yeah, I've never been there. I've always wanted to go. Oh, wow. So I'm going to fucking. Serious? Yeah, I'm so excited. You've never been. I've never been. <laughs> I've always wanted That's to go. That's crazy. I want to wear like a fucking bright green thong Yo, bikini on the beach. That shit is euphoric. And get burnt. Bro. That shit is euphoric. I can't wait. For real, you're going to love it. Seems like a paradise. Oh, so back to the, pro- the escorts. Yeah, yeah. So I was making a lot of, I was making probably like about. Between ten, fifteen to twenty thousand a week. What? what? Fucking white collar job. I can't get into details, but listen. <laughs> I was I was like twenty fucking twenty one, twenty two from the hood. Like Yeah, I'm, that's a lot of I fucking never money. had any money. Holy shit. And, but I still had the streetwise thing of like, you know, if I'm going out and I'm making all this money, I'm dressing in Versace, I'm driving yeah. fucking exotic cars. I can't expect to meet a girl at the club and be like, hey, you like my personality? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? It just wasn't, it was like, my logic was like, why am I gonna, you know, not to say I didn't have a couple of girls. And even the girls that I had that weren't uh, escorts, they were like strippers. Mm-hmm. Or they were like, they were in the yeah. underworld somehow. Yeah. So uh, I just, and then I'll never forget my Russian friend. He's the guy that put me on in the shit, in the hustle. Hmm. He was like this heavy set dude. He made so much money, like he just didn't give a fuck. Like mm-hmm. if I was making fifteen twenty working under him, yeah, was he making yeah, yeah. So I would, he would like, he would call escorts because like me and my friend would go out and just because you know we're from the hood, so it's like we got money, we're gonna go out have fun, pop bottles, this and that. He'd be like, ah, I'm gonna stay here in the hotel and get his dick sucked, maybe. And then he he, oh. he wouldn't even call him. He would go online on the fuck. It was arrows.com. I think it's still around. <laughs> 
And have you ever been to arrows.com? No, is it A-R-R-O-W-E-R-O-S.com, right? Okay, oh. I'm going to go on it right Yo, now. Yo, that shit blew my fucking mind. It was like literally going to seamless of pussy. It was like the what? grub hub of vagina. Like you could find <laughs> any flavor. Oh, shit. Any flavor you wanted to find. And and this is the thing. Everywhere in the world. What's a TVTS escort? Fetish and fantasy. I think that's massage. like transsexuals. Or oh, okay. Oh. Male. Or Terror Squad. I don't know which one. <laughs> Terror Squad? <laughs> Terror Squad. Or Lean back. Lean back. Uh, oh, there's wow. like suicide uh, girls. Who's in Alabama? Girls here. <laughs> Yo, like what you guys look like how I looked when I found this shit. It I was is like, like seamless of pussy. Yeah, this is great. Right? But I mean, oh like, what God. are the prices on this things? Because I mean, they do. Have, I'll tell you how much I used to pay. We interviewed a gigolo, and this looks a lot similar, like similar to that website. But I mean, this is a little, little more sensual. Yeah, oh. I used to pay like between two fifty, three hundred to four hundred a fucking girl for like an hour. I was gonna say how long did she? Yeah, did she I was. Hour? I was like, oh, because I was like, I was like a night. That's a deal. And what did she do? Uh, we, did you make a, Did you make requests at the top of the session? No. Nah. And did she have a timer? No. Nah. It's, it's basically. It's not even an hour. It's like when you nut. They after you nut. They go. You, you're like good. And you're like all right. So okay. So they probably know the back of their heads. Like oh, this will only be like 15 minutes. Yeah, but you, you know what? Sometimes you, well, I was 21, so I was <laughs> I was taking them the whole nine innings. You know what I'm saying? I was taking them the whole. <laughs> The whole you getting your money's worth. <laughs> yeah, I was getting my money's worth. I fuck around, jerk off three times before they get there. <laughs> I won't be going talking night, for bitch. the rest of the episode because I'm just oh, gonna be Erica.com. Oh, Erica's so, ass. So I was addicted, and I never forget one time I got a <gasps> rash on my neck. Oh no! And I was like, and after, I, and after I always, and I was always, I always use protection. Okay. Right? So one day I got a rash on my neck, and I never saw anything like. And I have a friend from the hood named Platt. Uh-huh. And of course he, you do, Petey. He he was like the and this wasn't escorts, he was whorehouse, Washington Heights type of dude. Okay. And he was like, he would have fucking crazy rat like reptile skin and shit. Holy shit. And I got like this rash and I'll never forget. I was On like, yo, neck. like I'm not a huge subscriber to the big homie upstairs. But I was like, <laughs> God. yo, yeah. I was like, yo, big homie, if you make this shit go away, I will never call another escort <laughs> in my life. And I then, love we only pray when yeah. we're just so desperate. Absolutely. Yeah. I was Kid. And then it went away, and I was like, all right, no more escorts. Yeah, I'm Did sure he, God really likes being called Big Homie, too. Yeah, that's a big He homie. doesn't care. He loves everybody. <laughs> the biggest homie of all. So, wait, how lo- how many years were you in Miami getting these escorts? I, I, probably like four years straight. What's the uh, heavy. weirdest encounter you've ever had with one? Mm, I remember I had a friend come back from, uh, like, from uh, the Middle East, uh, in a soldier, uh-huh. army, army dude, <laughs> soldier, <laughs> an army dude. And he came back and I knew him from L.A. Like we used to go out west and he was like a concierge kind of dude and he would take care of everything. So he came mm-hmm. back from the Middle East and uh, he came to Miami. So I got him an escort. And this was like I would have my favorite escorts. Who you is know your, what I mean? Well, I mean, you don't have to say their name. but like This girl named Summer. It's just not like it's her real fucking name. Anyway. <laughs> right, right, right. So <laughs> this girl named Summer. Uh, and she was like this fucking blonde, thick white chick, and I loved it. And then uh, my boy came, so I like just sent her to his room at the Fountain Blue at the time. And uh, yo, this dude fell in love. No way. He was like catching feelings. I'm Aww, like, yo, what the fuck is wrong with you, bro? He just came back from from overseas. Yeah, and he yeah. Needed human touch. But still, not an escort. We making money. Well, but like, I mean, but they, love knows no bounds. Like you can't try to steal an escort. Like, 
But you, I think the, the real story here is that you wanted summer for yourself. No, but he was getting territorial mm. over like a, a community biscuit. You know what I'm saying? You can't get territorial <laughs> over community things. Community There's biscuits? There's still people yeah. who are in real relationships outside of their profession. You've never caught feelings for an escort? Absolutely not. Now, does does how, uh, how many? So it was a, several years. I was getting years. like two, three a day. Two or three a day. Yeah. No, how, not that many times. I, I would get one in the morning, one for lunch, well, one for dinner. You're so young, your morning yeah. was covered. Mm-hmm. Your lunch boner was covered, mm-hmm. and then your night boner was covered. Yeah. Now, after all this four years of escorts, 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 like how did how did that affect your your feelings or views on women? <laughs> it made yeah, it, it made it hard to deal. Because when you're after <laughs> that, when you're deal. with a woman who's not, you're not paying to have sex with or you're like actually have like you want to be there both of you guys because you do do you not have like i would feel like i'd accidentally make requests and she would be like what the fuck well like i, I would mean, get confused maybe you know i was never that freaky i was never freaky with the escorts it was like just for to get my nut off instead of jerking off and then that was it so, so like, it wasn't just like, like very basic yeah, sex yeah, or yeah. put it do you ever put it in an, in an escort's ass and um, do they charge extra for that Probably. Yeah, I have. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. all coming back to yeah, me yeah, now. Yeah, I remember this one. She was an older woman, too. That was nice. Nice. Yeah, she was more durable. <laughs> Her butthole was more durable than the younger ones. It's past Wait, more ships. Oh, I'm excited to get older. Then my butthole will be more be durable. Elastic- elasticity. So you didn't have a, it wasn't challenging to stop uh, paying escorts. Like, because I mean, I can't imagine. I, I've gotten into a habit where seamless, and if people listening don't know what that is, it's just delivery service in New York. They have pretty much almost every restaurant. You can get delivery you to your door. Yeah. Oh, they got to the your best. fucking door in the Bronx, at any sucks. time. Yeah, yeah. Like a lot of it's in like Manhattan. Six restaurants in the Bronx. Right. You could order like chicken saguala while not even lifting your head from a pillow. It's right. fucking fantastic. But I've gotten into this habit of waking <laughs> up and then ordering an egg, avocado, and cheese on a croissant every morning, and I can't. It's so hard. The idea of making food myself in the morning just seems horrible. I can't imagine you know, having hood, my boner taken care of every morning and then one day just not. I would get so mad. Christina has hood problems. Well, yeah, you know what? Very. I um after the after the uh, escort thing, I I kind of had chicks that I would talk to prior to the escorts. Mm-hmm. And I've always considered myself like a nice like I've never left. I don't think any relationship on the like in my whole life i don't think i've ever re- left a relationship with a woman on a bad note that's, that's great good. like never like that's i awesome. can i can pretty much talk to any girl that i've ever had past relationships with mm-hmm. so it was like after that i kind of just you know hollered at the, the old, oh, the old hey, pieces remember me tracy yeah a little old piece here and there yo what up do 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 but it's also, I mean, <clears throat> apart from the sexual nature of or difference between an escort and a regular, you know, everyday lady, it's mm-hmm. like well, escort is also paid to do whatever the fuck you want and like, you know, not, you know, complain or bring right. in yeah. everyday she problems. Well, that's the best so, I mean, part. were these just the the best part of escorts? What is that? You just fucking hook up and then get the fuck out. Well, of yeah, you? of course. So, I mean, these other people that you were hitting up, where you just had like, were they fuck buddies? Were there any like real relationships that were happening during this time in your life? Uh, no, I was too busy making money, having fun. Right. Well, I mean, that's good. You're very young. That's kind of. I think that's actually kind of the right idea. And I think a lot of people jump into shit like too soon. But mm-hmm. when was so? When was your first serious relationship? I mean, I had serious relationship as like a serious relationship prior to making 
a lot of money. Uh-huh. Like, they were they, like I gradually stepped up in making money. Like before, maybe like a thousand dollars a week, mm-hmm. and even that for Which me was still huge. Awesome. Yeah, was I would huge. love to make a thousand dollars a week. Fucking huge. Thousand dollars a week. I'm like getting car washes every day. Damn. But the thing is, too, I'm a fucking That's idiot. That's what you splurged on car washes. I'm a fucking idiot. Why? I was talking to someone because there's comics out there. Not to get sidetracked, because I, I peep everything. So like, there's comics out there that that know they're being ignorant, and they talk about being ignorant, mm-hmm. and it's like it's not as funny anymore. Right. Like when I look at myself in hindsight, I didn't know I was being ignorant. Mm-hmm. What were you being in ignorant hindsight, about with your money? In I was oh. the, like I remember one time there was a hurricane and I had just bought a new car. It was like a Dodge Magnum, right? And my boy, my partner was like, "Yo, I'm about to go out to LA for the week. Why don't you come out?" I'm like, "Nah, I just got this new car. I'm about to get some rims, son. I'm gonna be spinning on these motherfuckers in the in the hurricane, yo. <laughs> yo, tell me why I bought a new pair of rims, probably like four right thousand, the five thousand. I got these new rims. I bought a bunch of weed. I didn't get any groceries." Wow! I Sounds get like any, someone who's ignorant. I didn't get any water. I didn't get so, <laughs> no supplies I didn't, I didn't no other than your spinny rims. All I had was a new car, rims, oh, a bunch of weed, and a fucking girl, a, a bottle service girl, to hang out with me during the fucking hurricane. <laughs> and we were just fucking struggling. And then I you uh, had no food in your house. No food at all. Damn, and Pete, then the gas, that's stupid. And the hurricanes in Miami, like it's you. I didn't even have a full tank of gas. How I got a new car and I got my son like I'm broke. I got a full, I got a brand new car, <laughs> mad money, no gas. Wow. So I couldn't even drive out of there. <laughs> you couldn't even go to the grocery store. <laughs> they had one gas station. You would have to line up at like maybe like four. It would open at like five or six. So you'd have to line up from like three or four. Because of the hurricane, yeah. everyone was trying to get gas. And, and you can only get $20 worth of gas. Holy shit. So I'm like, fuck. How long were you stranded in your house? Um, I was probably stranded for about Two days, three days. What'd you eat besides her pussy? I was shit. I was. I don't even pussy. know. I think we was just struggling. This pussy keep me going. We was for probably two days. just sleeping. We was probably just because you were sleep. so high and hungry. Yeah, we was just like yo, no let's, energy. Yo, let's just snuggle. Let's just smoke, <laughs> smoke and snuggle. And then, so I have friends in Orlando. So I was like, ah, fucking maybe this twenty. I was such a fucking idiot. I'm like, maybe this twenty dollars worth of gas can get me to Orlando. What? <laughs> I probably got about f- maybe 50 miles out of Miami before I ran out of gas and they had to come down to fucking get me. Did you, there was no gas station on the way in that 50 miles? It was a few. It was South Florida. Like, oh, I don't know. State they, of emergency. The oh. whole fucking damn near s- southern part of the state was Shit. shut down. And I was uh, like, nah, ride it out. It's no big deal. <laughs> What's a hurricane? I'm from the Bronx. <laughs> oh, my Natural God. disasters is enough. I'm from natural disasters. <laughs> So when did you decide to not get prostitutes three days of day, three times a day? Um, after the rash incident. Yeah, the rash. <laughs> I was like, that the neck rash. rash. My neck. What the like, fuck did that rash look like? Did it itch? Nah, it was just because like I was young, fly. You know, I'm a little heavier now, but you imagine me like like 15, 20 pounds lighter, chisel chisel chin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm imagining it right you know now. Chisel chin, Petey. And then I had like the little Versace swag, so I'm like very. Oh. I was rocking the deep cut V's, like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. You feel yeah. in the Porsche. I, I would drive like this with my hand over and shit like. That. Yep. You lean all the way back. I feel like you have like, like I get like an iced tea look going yeah, on. But, yeah, but I was more swaggy you though. Young, you were yeah. more swaggy. Okay, I was more young swaggy. And then um, where the fuck were we going? Well, I wanted to know when you decided to not get prostitutes. It was the rash. Escorts. Oh, oh, I'm rocking the flash shit. So you can't be rocking a silky Versace shirt. And you got this crazy shit that looked like the 
tip of it looked like Italy on your neck. Oh, so I like that it was completely aesthetic. You didn't even at any point go to a doctor and try nah, to see what this nah, rash nah. was. Well, you were just pissed that you had something gross on your neck. Yeah, I yeah, don't want to okay. know how to make the hot dog. I don't know. What the, I don't want to know the ingredients of the shit in my neck. <laughs> Like if, if the effects of smoking, if the effects of smoking took a toll on the outside of your body, no one was fucking smoke. Damn, that's deep. Yeah, bro. that's what I keep telling myself. That's fucking the... deep, yo. Wow, yeah. that Wish was. I had a mirror in my lungs. No, that was crazy, right? Yeah. I never even that. You just. Yeah, but that's why mind, people yo. like STDs and shit. Like people. That's big, yo. Like uh, that's one of the reasons why I think like herpes is so, like has such a horrible Rap. reputation. Mm. Everyone thinks it's this gross, disgusting thing. Is probably because you can see it. Yeah. You could see it and it looks, you know, a little gnarly, but, you know, it's not the end of the fucking world. Yeah, it's not going to take off your leg like gonorrhea. Ooh. Gonorrhea can take off your I leg. I mean, th- th- these are things you like that. You ain't talking about gangrene? Uh, that, that, no, if you, <laughs> gonorrhea, if, uh, if you let it go, I'm not saying your leg will fall off, but if you, some of these, those ones, if you let them go, it's real bad. Uh, I heard OG. But just like in these day, days and times, no one's letting it go that long. Okay. So wait, you've been fucking escorts. I don't. Escorts and prostitutes to be the same thing. I mean, no, 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 no. Prostitutes. It? It's almost like the difference between a, a street artist selling a mixtape on a train. But that dude could be the next Jay Z. But I he's not you. in the industry yet. You gotta see yeah, escorts is in the working. industry. You know what I'm saying? Okay. They paying fees to, to to advertise. Prostitutes are freelance. So yeah, wait, so you... they like freelance writers for the for the Village Voice. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I get you. Indeed, but you like were... they're not really on the payroll. Right, right, but they right. They are. Right. So you were doing this about three times a day for four years, and then the the neck rash is the thing that mm-hmm, got you to not mm-hmm, do it anymore. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. One little, you don't even know if it was from one of them. Can you get an STD on your neck? It might have just been from my linen, but because what if yeah? Because what if it was just like an allergic reaction my to linen? Almonds. And then that I mean, whatever. Are you glad that you stopped doing that, or yeah. you miss it? Do I miss it? Yeah. Nah, hell no. Really? No, 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 no. Was there an emptiness that you felt like emotionally? Because I feel like with the I know the seamless comparison is food versus pussy is different, but like you get used to something. It's, I don't think it's even the, it's not even the food or the pussy. It's the, it's the uh, easy accessibility to it. It was too easy for him. That was the best yeah. part. Cause everything I was doing was in excess. Yeah. Yeah. And like, even I had friends and partners. I'd be like, yo, you need to chill with that. Yo, let's go mm. to the club. And I'm like, yo, fo- you, you spitting game. I already got my nut off by the time she gave you her number. <laughs> You know so, what I'm but the chase is really fun. Not for me. See, the chase was never fun for me, especially when I'm making a lot of money. Why am right. I chasing? I'm not chasing. Which shit. makes sense because I always thought, like, if I was single right now and I had money, mm-hmm. I would totally hire a male escort. That sounds wonderful. So I think that's a little. I don't know because I've never delved into the world of. I've never even inquired. I wonder how that is. Well, have I mean, you, it's simple. You had yeah. a gigolo on. I mean, I, I think it's like it's like more high end because obviously it's something that's tailored towards women. So it's it's going to be like women are not going to go for something like as raunchy or quote unquote like dirty, nasty, mm-hmm. underground kind of a thing that men would be more like open to. Like so, it's like it's like you know these polished buff people who look like they're on the cover of like supermarket romance novels, like Chippendales kind yeah, of yeah, exactly Fabio type of dudes. Yeah, yeah. But I like the idea of just. Picking somebody, having them come over, do whatever the fuck you want, and then just be like, hey, I want you to do this, this, and this, and they fucking leave. That oh, yeah. sounds awesome. That's the best. Yeah. I mean, but then it's like, oh, then I'm missing out on, like, the emotional intimacy of sex is something that I love, but sometimes I don't want that. Most guys just want pussy anyway, so why not at least me, you're in control if you're hiring the gigolo? <laughs> Hell yeah. But then, so I like, I want to fuck like a dude. But then at the same, so probably after the escorts, I had a stripper girlfriend mm-hmm. for a while, and that was cool as shit. Like, mm-hmm. she knew I was living an illegal life. Life and she was kind of, she's not living an illegal life, but it's still a shitty life. 
And like she would end her shifts like at four, five, like three, four in the morning. And I'd be doing my little fucking white collar shit. She'd come over, bring me a cup of coffee, Aww. and we smoke a blunt and fuck. And that was like, that, that was my relationship. Nice. That was after the escort. That was my relationship life. Oh, that sounds nice. And she was hot. Like, I'm talking, like, she's a stripper, but she was, like, hot. There's, I've seen a ton of hot video, strippers. Like, video vixen. Yeah, like, me, yeah. I think me, got good money. me and a few well-named rappers was fucking at the same time. <laughs> While you were dating her? Yeah, Not yeah. Did you brag? Huh? Did you care? No, I felt proud. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. I'm like, I'm sharing my pussy with this platinum recording artist. Wow. Yeah, I mean, if that's the same thing, if I was like fucking the same dude as Victoria Beckham, I would be like, wow. That's true. This that's is a, amazing. Sometimes, yeah, I'll go to Steven. Like, if if so and so ever like presents the opportunity for you to fuck her, you take that chance. Hell yeah. You do it. Hell yeah. Now, you seem, you said a couple times, like, you, you seem to have like a lower opinion of like escorts and like prostitutes and strippers. Mm-hmm. Where, what, like, what are your thoughts on women working in the sex industry? No, we're not trying to set you I up. I just want to I know. think it's great. Especially like now, I think the coolest part now, I think it's gotten better for women or even men. I don't I don't know. But I don't know how it is for the men, like how yeah, it was on the man's side. But mm-hmm. for the woman's side, I um I think it's evolving to make it almost a little easier for women. Where mm-hmm. they like with the with the webcams, that's huge right now. So imagine oh, yeah, you make bank. imagine a female and you don't even have to be no fucking model. You're just a woman that guys get turned on by you doing what they say. Okay. So it's yeah, like they if, do. If, if they fucking log on to your page and they're like, hey, uh, bang yourself with a dildo. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, well, give me this donation. Like you have to pay every time they do something specifically for you. Right. Like there's one fee to get on the actual webcam and then you do whatever you want. But then to be like, you hey, seem to have can some you? experience with this. No, no. I, I've had a friend. I have a friend that his a chick that he fucks with does it. And OK. I like, Whoa, this is crazy. But then I can also see the way that probably people are uh, exploited. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I, that happens all the time where someone be like, hey, they'll find a girl or a dude down on their luck. And they're like, hey, you need somewhere to stay? Well, of course. You got to do this. You so. got to fuck uh, Craig over here, but uh, you can stay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, or like, oh, I got this fucking house set up. All you got to do, you don't got to fuck anybody. Just finger bang yourself all day on yeah. this site and I'm going to keep most of your money and you can live here and I'll give you. Would you have like a, like a serious relationship with someone who like did something like that, though, or worked in the sex industry? <clears throat> no. I mean, I, I'm not going to say no, but like. I would probably not be as... I think I I cared less when I was kind of living a reckless life, so Mm -hmm. it almost matched. Mm -hmm. But now that I'm kind of like, you know, I got scruples now. I'm like a domesticated hood dude, you know what I'm saying? But do you think, I mean, like, whether, like, as long as the sex work they're doing is legal, do you you still consider it, like, reckless, or...? I mean, I feel like it's a, it's a, a... like it's almost like I could be doing crime right now, mm-hmm. but I know it. Like morally, I don't feel good about it. Mm-hmm. So I would, I wouldn't judge someone, right. but I would also be like, well, morally, how do you? Is is this? Are you doing this because you love to do it? Right. Or are you doing it because it's the easy way out? Or are you doing it because you don't have? You can do this for two hours of the day and chill for the rest of the day. Right. If do someone I, said that, mm-hmm. I'd be like, hell yeah, go ahead. I mean, do you find stripping or or sex work to be like immoral though? Because no, I mean, crime no, 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 is no, no, it's not a crime. No. Crime is different. Like you know, if you. Yeah. I'm not sure exactly what you were doing, but if you're like stealing or, you know, selling shitty drugs to, you know, people mm-hmm. who are already down on their luck, those seem like more immoral. Right. I agree. It's just interesting because, yeah, someone who's like had so much experience and like, uh, you know, spent so many time with escorts. I don't know. I feel like just, yeah, I mean, sex work I, is super stigmatized. I think it's a hustle. Mm-hmm. And like, if, if that's it's what certainly you is wanna, a hustle. Yeah, yeah. definitely. But like, excuse me. 
I can't judge anybody. Like if you mm-hmm. feel good, if someone feels good about something they're doing, I can't, I'm not gonna judge them yeah, totally. and be like, "Oh, this person ain't shit." Right? Yeah, who are you to be like? Yeah. No, it's if, not good. You should hate it. If they're hurting themselves, if they're hurt, I wouldn't. Agree, I wouldn't want someone to hurt themselves. Like I wouldn't want to see someone psych- psychologically fucked up doing some shit. Yeah. No. I think no. But like if no someone's like straight that. clear and they're like, "Yo, this is what I'm doing. Boom, I'm hustling. I'm getting it. Whatever, whatever." Then hey, yeah, yeah, do it. It's mm-hmm. legal. Mm-hmm. Okay. I wouldn't judge because I I was telling, I was at a mic earlier, mm-hmm. right? I love going off at mics. Now yeah, because I, I don't. It's not even about joke. It's about me breaking down what's going on in the room. Yeah, where it's like I don't. I I I can't judge somebody. Like I can't look at you, and be like, oh, Corinne or Chris, this is how they are. I'm and I'm not gonna accept you how you are when I want you to accept me how I am. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm not a saint. I'm a piece of shit. Probably right. a lot of most people's eyes. That's our motto for the show. We're all pieces We're of all shit. We're all pieces of shit. But, we say that all the time. But I would rather someone embrace me as a piece of shit. Yeah. And like, how am I going to want that and then mm-hmm. not embrace someone else that totally. however they come? I might not agree with everything, but right. I'm not going to be like, oh, you ain't shit. Go, well, if the real you them, is yeah. a piece of shit, I'd rather know the piece of shit than like some fabricated well, version of someone you want to be but are not. Right. Yeah. And then like eight years later with three kids and a marriage, then you're like, oh, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> you just told me earlier, <laughs> asshole. How do people do that? I think that's pride a lot of times. People like people can, that ride shit out. Yeah, I think people don't uh, put importance on things that are going to matter in the long run in the beginning of a relationship like sexual compatibility. I met this girl at a show maybe about a few weeks ago. And I guess she was engaged to get married. Like she was with the the groom's family. Mm-hmm. And I guess they came to New York to like find a dress or some shit. Uh-huh. So between... <laughs> so between So between acts... Uh, somebody comes in the back like anybody got a cigarette she was kind of hot so I'm like I go yeah, I'm I like yeah, I got a cigarette you know and then I go so we're smoking I'm smoking I was like hey I'll come and smoke with you so we're talking and shit and she's just talking about how she doesn't want to get she's like I'm, 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 she's just like she I, don't know, get married? I don't know if I want to get married anymore Oh, and God. I felt so fucking bad for mm. this girl cause then she's like <laughs> the family like her family seemed like they had her back whatever she did Oh, that's nice. Because they're kind of like, yeah, fuck them, dude. But she was like trying to put up this front for the dude's family. Oh. Like not even trying to show any kind of emotion of having second thoughts or doubts or anything. Fuck. Where I'm just like, this is terrible. Did she say why she didn't want to get married? I mean, she was like 27, 26. That's, I mean. I mean, not saying that's young or old, but it's just like. It's a little young nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. And you just don't know. There's so much life. But you don't know that when you're young. I mean, 27, I would think you should know yourself pretty well. I mean, I didn't figure it out till like a few months ago. (laughs) Yeah. It depends. I mean, I think that it's different for everybody. Some people die never figuring it out. For me, the biggest thing I think for me was having like literally opening my mind to a lot of things. To like not judging and to just... Being like fuck it, you know what I mean? Like, well, who am I? Before, like prior to a few, you maybe come like off a your year own ago, pedestal. yeah, I would always look at people like, yo, this dude like WrestleMania, that's just gay. <laughs> <laughs> or anything, or even like, yo, you talking about depression, that shit is gay. Yeah, or yeah. anything that I didn't understand, I didn't fuck with until mm-hmm. I was just like, yo, you open get- it up, dude. And like, if I want my life to change, something I figured I gotta go within. Mm-hmm. I can't. Yeah, you. I can't yes. be like this person ain't treating me right. That no, I gotta go within and be like, hey, what's wrong with myself? What am I? What could I change? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I might not be able to change something monetarily right away or whatever, but I can change how I am, how I perceive the world, how I For treat sure. people. Did something happen to make you realize that? Because that is such a key thing to living a happy life um, that people don't 
they don't follow that instinct mm-hmm. of like, what do I want? What the fuck do I think is good? Because so many times, I mean, we get letters all the fucking time from people in relationships or marriages or about to get married mm-hmm. and they don't want to be in that relationship and they tell us all the things that they need to tell the person they're fucking, mm. but they can't. And I get that it's scary, but like that's going to make your life so much better. But the, I think that you can agree the scariest thing for a lot of us, for me, for everybody is to look within <laughs> when shit is going crazy. Why did you say I can agree and then look me right in the face, Petey? No, I said we. I said, <laughs> I, I said no. I said I can agree. I'm just we can fucking all agree. with you. No, no, no. no. Real, like I was talking to a mm-hmm. homegirl the other day, uh-huh. and she's like, she's just kind of like, I'm like, what's up? And she's just like, oh, I'm pissed off. Do-do-do-do. She's saying all these things that have nothing to do with what's going on. Hmm. You know what I mean? Dancing like, around the issue. Like for me, the I told her the first thing I do when shit is upside down, I go, what the fuck is going on with me? Yeah, I don't look at oh this person dumped me or this person ain't talking to me or this person treat me weird. I'm like, what can I do? Well, you're one of the few people who does that. That's great that you do that. It's so healthy. <laughs> I wish everyone did that. What's the easiest thing to do? I think I agree. Mm. But Corinne and I, well, no, no, Corinne not, and I do it. Well, the, but then, I mean that's that, that's what this whole podcast is about. It's about kind of <laughs> like uh, look sitting down and taking a look at yourself and realizing why you're a piece of shit <laughs> and how you can make that better so that the people around you can tolerate you more. <laughs> I mean, in a nutshell, that's what it is for me. I don't care what it is for anyone else. I agree. I see. I just want to do what makes me happy, but also like feel good about. I want to be proud of what I'm doing, whether it's someone I'm fucking or the career I'm going after. And I can always tell there's always a gut feeling when I when I know it's not I'm not headed in the right direction. Stopping yourself is the hard part. One time I sent my mom like fifteen thousand dollars as a fucking birthday gift. Right. Damn, you're a great son. <clears throat> Excuse me. And my mom's still living in she was she's still in the hood. She was in the hood. So I sent her this money and I told her, I go, Hey mom, happy birthday. Do 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 check your account. I put something in there for you. Oh. So she calls me and she's like, I checked my account like twenty times. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> Just to make sure. And that was cool, but then at the end of the day it felt bad because I couldn't be proud of it. And I'm lying on top of not being able to be. She's like, so like how you made the money. Like, yeah, it's a good. Yeah, it was a good. Like I'm right. a fuck. I stopped going to school in eighth grade. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're never gonna have a Did year she that, know that fucking. Yeah, you, oh, okay. You're never gonna have a year that good when you drop out of eighth grade where you can just. <laughs> she was like, I so, am. You have a disposable fifteen unless you're Did an she athlete even or some it? shit. No, she she's in the hood. You? She's like, oh yeah, all right. I'm, I'm the best sure. damn cashier at Pathmark, I'm pretty, mom. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she knew something. She had to. So yeah. it's like, I'm, you know. But she was happy for you making money. Yeah, she helped my sister in school. She helped my other sister get a fucking car. She, and, um, you know, but, and now it's like I've been doing comedy. Mm-hmm. And it's like they're fucking super proud. Like it's, and I might not be able to give her fifteen thousand, yeah, but I know I can give her joy because because yeah. she's proud of what I'm doing. Oh, that's great, and, and it's I, hard and fucking I'm proud, work, and I'm yeah. proud, and I know you guys, so I'm even more proud. Yeah, yo, did you see? I posted Hell something. Yeah. Shout out to Jessica Hicks. You probably listened to this. I posted something on my uh, Facebook. I posted that. Uh, what is, oh, that you guys are going to be on my show on Friday. Oh, Peter's yeah. World, ten o'clock. Oh yeah, the, tonight, today. If you're listening <laughs> to this the day it comes out, we're on the um, show yeah, today. today. So. It was crazy because my homegirl, uh, she typed, she's like, oh, man, I wish I could do, I was there. I love the girls from the Guys Aww. We Fuck podcast. And she's like down in New Orleans right now. I met her at a show and I used to do this thing. She used to work at the door uh, mm-hmm. Center for Alternatives for like a teenage thing. Yeah. Awesome. But teenagers are down on uh, fucking, I forget it, what street it is. 
But um, I used to go do comedy for the teenagers and then have like Aww. little things. So it's like for her to know. Wait, you in guys. New York? Yeah, I think it's on Broom Street actually. Five, five, five. Oh, because I was like, I know an organization called <clears throat> New Alternatives, which is like an LGBT. That's what this is soup kind of. kitchen. Yeah, it sounds. It always has the word alternative. Yeah, that's right. Because all it is is you're not basically, down to your luck. You're an alternative. <laughs> yeah, this is an alternative. Well, they, these were kids that were like either gay, you know, just. Or outspoken, not outspoken. I'm, I'm gay, stupid. opinionated, outspoken. whatever. No, like gay, <laughs> like people that like people that might. We not, don't know what to do with you. Not even people that might not necessarily. We can't handle you, so go in here. <laughs> they might not necessarily fit into every situation. Right, right. Like you might see somebody come through with a crazy fucking hairstyle and like five foot platforms, and just you're like, okay, yeah, I guess you're going to the alternatives yeah, program. Old school for you, sir. But honestly, it was kind of it's it's totally cool because it's like I can only imagine imagine me living in the hood or the projects, and I can't be myself there. Yeah, where people want to beat me up because I'm just different than, or I'm not, I don't look like them. So to see these kids being all under this roof and everybody's just being them was pretty That's cool. Fucking great. And then me, I'm from the hood, so it's like to talk to them and be like, yeah, I'm just I'm from where you from, and I'm just trying to come up and you know. You guys could come up too. We all gonna come up. That's fucking oh, I beautiful. I love you, Petey. You're so smart. I really, you. If everyone thought like you, the world Seriously. would be a much better place. Yeah, I, I completely agree. What, um, in where you grew up, like, what were people? Were there gay people in your neighborhood that were out? Because homosexuality. <laughs> Not. Can... I mean, I have two cousins that are gay. Everyone that, has a cousin or no, an uncle. But these dudes, is br- I grew up with them, yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's like, it's so weird. It's so fucked up. First of all, because. Of how religious people are in the hood and how judging mm. they are. Yeah, that's that's the, yeah. so it's like even to today. People my, everywhere. There's like people that. like my mom, she'll be like, or I'll be like, Yeah, you know, do whatever, he's gay, I love him, whatever, we all cool. Yeah. And she'd be like, How do you know? Like, Ma, stop fucking denying what's going on. How do you know he's gay? Yeah, like he says he's fucking gay. Yeah, he's talking a lot like, about that hey, shit. Hey, I'm gay. How do you know? <laughs> like he said he was fucking gay. Yeah. Like whatever. You're not gonna love him anymore? You know what I mean? But like in the hood it was everything. That's mm-hmm. why I kind of, I just shed that reason. Like, uh, I shed that shit I was like gradually. Yeah? I think I'm I still was there homo? Did you have a little bit of homophobia? Because super because duper. people are taught that you're not super, born. You come out of the womb. You don't, you don't like gay people. You don't like women. You don't like mm-hmm. anybody, any minority. Like that's a learned oh, yeah. thing, and it's so hard to break. So how did you did you break that through? Because I love when people break that. I think that's amazing, and it gives me hope because there's some bigoted ass people. Oh my god, and it just makes me so depressed. Like what made you change your mind? Um, just, I don't know. I just want to, just want to make that first dick in your ass. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> shit, shit. Take so a dick in your ass once. I don't even like when shorties put fingers near my, my shit. I, I'm oh, ticklish. Oh, let's talk about that. Cause I'm ticklish with my shit. People your say that's where the dude gets the orgasm. But like, even if uh, I'll be like, <laughs> chill. I get ticklish. But no, but, but is, was there I'm any, sorry. was there like any one that you knew personally that was gay and that, that okay. specific person changed your opinion or was it just kind of like. I think comedy helped me a lot because mm-hmm, it is the first yeah. time in my life that I'm around fucking every, I'm around everybody. Everyone. And then like, even like, I love fucking uh, my homeboy, Alex English, mm-hmm. Tim Dillon. You know what I mean? Oh, these are fucking, yeah. these are guys. I didn't even know Tim Dillon was gay for like the first however long until he <laughs> said it one day. I was like, get the fuck out of here. not stereotypical right. gay. How, because the, right. before, if you don't know anyone who's outwardly gay, you're just going from TV and movies where people are like, I'm gay. 
hello. Right, Let's right. get some halal food. Or like, even like honestly, but like like I said, it's gra- it's a gradual thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I would think it would have to be. I feel like where I'm at now, it's like totally just like everything is cool with me. Yeah, now. yeah. That's Bef- wonderful. Before it was like a I'm kinda cool, but nah. Yeah. You what are what your I mean? feelings on transgender people? Like that's the new that's the new gay. I mean, yo, whatever it is, do hmm. your thing. I, whatever, just have fun, man. Yeah, just have fun. <laughs> Live and, your life, and 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 and, and just have fun and, and and accept everybody else the same way you want to be accepted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if they fucking act up, punch them in the face. All right. Yeah, well, yeah, maybe. There we go. But, I mean, but then I don't tell know. them after you punch them in the face, say you're welcome because you needed to learn a lesson. Okay. Should you gotten in physical fights? Who me? Yeah. What do you mean? Recently? I don't know. Ever? <laughs> yeah. I mean, growing up, fucking. Just hit me. Have not ever... like that. I mean, like there was fights. Like yeah. it was not like it was not like I'm just punching somebody in the face <laughs> to punch them in the face just because I'm upset. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like I didn't. Like I've never. I, I. I'm so fascinated by people. Like I've never. God, have I gotten into a physical fight? No, I never have. Wow. But like I have a bad temper, mm-hmm. so like I always dreamt of getting into a physical fight. But like someone, I would <laughs> want someone else to like spit on me or something that mm. would provoke. And then it's okay that I like try and go at them. But do you not have a temper? You know what? I, my whole life, you seem so chill. I bottled everything. When I was oh, like, you did? Because that's what I, that's why I, I have a temper. I remember I one time I fucking like an idiot. I punched a fucking window. Ooh, because I was wall, so angry. Dude. Fucking punch this window, boom! <laughs> fucking shattered my fucking. I see that Ooh. fucking scar oh, right there. Yeah. Oh like god, right damn! It's pretty bad. Yo, I was like, huh? why? Why'd you like punch a window? Ten, well, me and my me. <laughs> this is weird. All right, me and my me and my fucking cousin burglarized the place, and this we were young kids. We were fucking young, maybe like 13, 14. You know what I'm saying? Damn. Burglarize this apartment. How does a 13 year old burglarize an apartment? We were mischievous and we were broke. <laughs> a little more than that. We were mischievous <laughs> and broke, and then so we burglarize this place. We get, <laughs> we 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 get, we find some money. We are like, oh shit, we got money. It's like mm-hmm. two hundred dollars. Where a was piece. it? In the underwear drawer? It was yeah. It's no, it was like it was like in a closet or some shit. We okay. Just, we took the shit. So we're like, oh shit, I got two hundred. You got two hundred. Or it might have even been a hundred and a hundred. I don't know. So we like, yo, we're going to go to Fordham Road. That's like the biggest shopping district in oh, the Bronx, okay. like Fordham Road. And I got a gold chain. I never forget. So oh, I was I was baby. ignorant since I was a little kid with money. <laughs> I was financially ignorant since I was a baby. Fuck food. I'm getting gold. Yeah, so I'm like, yo, I'm going to get me a gold chain with the little, I had like the little Lazarus. It was like the dude. <laughs> you ever see the dude with the staff and the little sheep? Yeah. I had the thing with the little sheep and the little ruby in it. I don't know if it was a ruby, but it I looked like that like that's a ruby. what you got with your stolen money. <laughs> yeah, so I had this chain, and my cousin got some sneakers, and uh, he was going because he was visiting for the summer, so then he was leaving. And um, we're just gonna burglarize the place while you're in town. And yeah, I told, even and, though you're here, yeah, so. yeah, yeah, and yeah. then we'll see the Empire State Building. <laughs> I told my mom. I remember I told my mom I found the chain. My mom was so gullible. I love my mom. You found a huge gold chain, it wasn't huge. and no one touched okay. it, and it's mine yeah, I was now. Like, Yo, mom found this at the bottom of a tree. I don't know what. A young <laughs> Of a tree. Like Keebler Elf left the shit. Snoop so Dogg yeah. was uh, just walking in the park <laughs> before Snoop me. Santa. <laughs> wow. So, oh, so so I'm going to go, like, we're going somewhere, and I'm, like, looking for my chain. You know what I'm saying? Because I had it, like, in a special little place. Like, this is my chain. That's the area where I keep you my chain. Me? Like, I lay my chain. I might, I might lay my chain down on the counter. Like, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Stare at it. So yeah, I could see you. So I left my chain. One day I was going to put my chain on, and I couldn't find my chain. Oh, someone fucking burglarized your chain. Uh-oh, and I'm like, karma. yo, I'm like, yo, there's only two of us in here, so <laughs> it's just us, my dude. 
he it's took just, the goddamn chain. I say it was just us. Mm-hmm. And he's like, nah, this is a good chain. I'm like, stop lying. Yeah. So I'm fucking like, I can't. And I couldn't tell my mom. Like, I wouldn't know what to do because I just stole the money to buy this shit. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, fucking. <sighs> you ever see somebody get, <laughs> they, start, they start pumping up there like, <sighs> Here I go. You know what it is when you get angry and you, you're oh, like, yeah. you're bottling shit up and you just. Oh, like, I have a panic attack. Like the tipping point, and I just like, ah, boom! And then fucking. Punch- ah! It's just like fucking blood everywhere. I was fucking going berserk. Did he have the chain? Then it's like, oh, I found your chain. It was right here this whole time. Oh, oh, so it's like he pulled, he pulled one of the. He put it back. Oh, he was serious about this. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, he's like, he's serious. He hurt himself. Oh what would he do God. to me? Uh, let's talk more about sex. Yeah, let's do it. I love what sex. What kind of sex do you like having? Ooh, I love it. Nah, I like, I like uh, it raw. Yeah, I do love it raw. Yeah. I, have, I have a girlfriend. By do you have way. any STDs? Or have you ever gotten any STDs? Nah, Besides that neck rash yeah, that we neck don't know crash, what it was? I don't know. He, neck looked chlamydia? At me. he looked at me like, where are any diseases? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I've been I'm fortunate. I don't know. I've I've, I've fucking I slept with a lot of escorts, and I'm fortunate to come well, they, out unscathed. I would think escorts are like more anal about protection than regular people. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because their had, pussy had, is their income. I've had a lot of uh, abortion scares in my life. Have you ever had to pay for an abortion? Yeah. What's well, that? then that's an abortion, not, yeah, an, abortion not an abortion scare. scare. No, but I had an abortion scare one time. <laughs> What's I was an abortion scared the woman you, wasn't going to get an abortion. <laughs> no, 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 listen, that listen. That was my abortion listen, scare. Listen, I'm about to fuck your whole heads up right now. I'm Please. sorry for your struggle, so, I would love to get fucked up so, by you. So I'm like, this one, you know, I'm pregnant, whatever. I'm like, oh. Okay. The girl said, yeah. Was and it a like, person you were seeing fucking? Was it yeah, an escort? Was it? was my girl at the time. Okay. I got, I got an abortion. Boom. All right, cool. So then like a few months go by, like five, six, seven months go by. And she's like, I don't know. I still haven't got my parents. I was like, seven months later? Really? Seven months. Really? Six? No, it was maybe not seven. But like, it seemed like a long time. I was going like, to say, that's a, yeah, it's like you that's about a to person. Birth. Yeah. So that was like, what? Just, oh, I got to go back in. And I guess I was like, She was playing you for abortion money? It no, wasn't I don't want to she was, assume that. No, she was taking care of it herself. Oh. I need a follow but up just, abortion. But just the fact, just the fact, that's like me telling you. Need to yeah. touch up on this that's abortion. Like, that's like, yo, yeah. Can I get a redo yeah. abortion, please? It's like, yeah, I took care of it. Don't worry. Now, are I'm like, you, oh, no, I didn't I really take care of it. When a girl, she said to you that she had already gotten an abortion before she said she was pregnant to you? Well, she said she was pregnant. Was she pregnant at all? I have no idea. Hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, don't, I guess. Oh boy! Oh God! Well, now, but what if someone? What if a girl you were dating came to you and said, "Bypass the whole I'm pregnant talk," and just said, "I got an abortion." How would that make you feel? Because be this like, is an interesting topic. Because a guy, at one hand, on one side, it's the woman's body. Yeah. So absolutely. really, it's ultimately her decision. But on the other side, it's also what if you wanted a child? Like I don't, you know, I don't. We don't know what's going through the guy's head. Mm. Assume that the guy would be like, abortion, abortion, abortion. But that's not always the case. I mean, if a woman got an abortion and didn't even ask me. Yeah. I'd just be like, high five. Really? (laughs) (laughs) I'd be like, ah, you know your man. man." I'm going to marry this bitch. You know your man. You know your man. She just hands you a Hallmark (laughs) abortion. Baby, I got you this for Christmas. Already had that abortion. (laughs) It's a you welcome card. You're welcome. Now, have you ever had a girl get pregnant and wanted to keep the baby? Nah, this is me. Nobody wants to keep someone. Me, you crazy? You're a great guy. I'm just kidding. Love yourself. Stop it. No, I just never. No, no, I never had. I don't know. Have you ever gone with a girl to the clinic to get an abortion? Yeah, this was a young. This was a while back, though. 
not since like I was. How was that experience? Like I've I've never had an abortion, uh, but I would imagine that that's a really even if you're like I, this was just a one night stand. I definitely don't have kids, but that's still got to be emotional. That's got to be a really fucking hard. I think I was too young. At the, like I was probably like twenty. Like 20, maybe, when yeah. that happened to me. And my girlfriend at the time was, like, maybe 19. Yeah. 18. So it was, like, I didn't even, I was, I didn't even know what I was doing. I don't know. Did you talk about it with her? Like, how, how much in depth did the conversation go between 20-year-old and a 19-year-old? It's like, yo, you barely, you barely out of high school. Uh-huh. I still live with my sister. Uh-huh. There's no way we have enough. I mean, it doesn't it make sense. It was an easy conversation Yeah, it's like, it doesn't make, do, do you think, you know. Right. Well, sometimes other things like, you know, family or religion get are the things that are often deterring people from getting a, abortions. Ob- obviously, like if you think about it from just like a lifestyle, like no, very few people at that age are ready to have a have a child. But, you know, where I'm from, people have like my sister. Yeah, of had course. Kids when she was like 14, I was like 14, in third grade wow. with a nephew. Really? Wow. Yeah, I was a month after school, like on the, on the you know, when you come back from your summer break, what you did? Yeah. People are like, yo, what I, went, you guys I went to Six Flags. Right, right, like, right. Yo, you just need to grow up. I got yo. a nephew. I had a nephew this summer, man. <laughs> Step your responsibilities up, man. I'm in third grade catch this up. year. Yo, catch up. I'm an uncle, man. Catch up, priority. I'm fucking eight, motherfucker. <laughs> yo, yeah, I, I'm so, even now, I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm scared to have a guy. Well, you have a girlfriend now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. She, it's long distance. Yeah. How is that? She's, can we say she lives. She lives in Miami. In Miami. It's great. Yeah? I mean, she's coming up next week. How often do you guys see each other? Like every every, like every two months, maybe. Every other month. Every two and months. That's, that's a good... Hell yeah. Because yeah. you know how it is. Imagine. I mean... I mean, you... you, you, you I barely see my boyfriend now, like, because I'm always out. Is, your, is your boyfriend local? I live with him. Oh, okay. But I, you know... But yeah, but you, it's like home base. Like, you go always touch base. Even if it's oh, for two seconds, you go there. home, touch base, boom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same thing with you. Your boyfriend right there. But I'm pretty sure... I mean, uh, it's hard. This is an all-consuming career. To That's what fucking, I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And my girl's a chef, so it's like, oh, nice. For for um for what it's worth, I think, especially me, like I'm just trying to come up. Like mm-hmm. I was, yeah. I was cleaning tables a few days ago. You know what I'm saying? For <laughs> FaceTime, so it's like knowing that. Like I always, I and she. Uh, that's why I love her because she understood. Because she wants to, she wanted to move us home, but then I'm like. I just got to do this by myself right now. Like, I got to yeah. struggle. Oh, so it was I your decision to kind of sep- to separate. You stay in Miami. I come up here. Yeah. But she was willing to come up here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, that's I swear any, like, if I asked her right now, like, hey, come up. And then she'll, she'll start working on coming up. Yeah. And moving up. But I get why you just like, hey, stay there. Because I wouldn't even, even be able to give you that much more time than yeah. I already am giving even you. Even now when she's coming up, I'm like, damn, we got to take. I gotta do because you know how it is. You be booked yeah. two months in advance, so you're yeah, not yeah, thinking yeah. as far as like, hey, what days are you free? I'm like, oh, I, fuck, n- I never, <laughs> pretty much. I got like one, like two, three days. Do you guys uh, Skype sex or phone sex? Uh, we did. We stopped a little <laughs> bit though. I like. I'm like. I like. Uh, I have like. I'll be like, yo, send me a picture with like, go out, get me some, go get some knee high socks. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Still some, used to that escort yeah, life, huh? Nah, nah, nah. This <laughs> is Got some requests if you don't fantasy, mind. Fantasy swag. So I'm like, yo, okay. get some knee high socks, maybe like some booty shorts or something. Send me a few pictures. Ah. All right. And what do you give we her keep in return? Spicy. We keep it spicy. Send her dick pics? I might give her a... She's probably vi- like, I'm good. I might give her a video <laughs> of me rubbing one out. You yeah, know what I'm saying? that's hot. <laughs> I actually like that shit. <laughs> Especially with, when you say yo, it like that. With the advancements of slow motion camera technology, that shit is huge. <laughs> yo, that's a good... Wow, because, filming your d- yeah. jerking off in slow-mo? Yeah. I'd be, I like, get too impatient. 
Oh my god, like a geyser. Yeah. Wait, how old are you now, Petey? Thirty three. They're thirty three. Okay, and is your girl similar age or? Yeah, she's about to be thirty three in uh, ne- next week. Oh, next how weekend. did you guys meet? Uh, funny story. I cat called her. Oh, <laughs> you met your girlfriend because you cat called. Are you fucking kidding me? No. This is like the diamond in the rough story I've been Jesus. waiting for. This knocks down everything what was that the women cat say call? about well, cat calls. Right, here's the thing. Yeah, that's very frustrating for me and very I'm you? very torn. Here's the thing. <laughs> I didn't hook up with her that night. I, didn't, I like and I didn't even cat call her. I did this thing that I call cat com I cat conversated. Okay, well, if cats around involved. her. Like it was my fr- my friend was there. Uh-huh. So what I'll do is I'll be like, like she was. I'll never forget. She was walking down the street. She had on like this royal blue blouse, fucking big ass breast. I'm like, oh, this bitch is hot. And uh, she walks by. <laughs> she walks by, and I just tell my friend, I'm like, yo, I will fucking. I don't even. I probably said something like, I suck a fart out of her ass. Like I was very. I was I'll savage. suck, suck a fart, fart yeah. out, out of her ass. ass. Like like that's love. Like, and you know, I did oh, the sound effect horrible. too. Like, I did the sound effect like. And then, like, I looked at her, like, <laughs> but like, I said it to him, and then I looked at her, like, mm. and then you it, was hear like, that? it was actually at it was at an art exhibit. It was like a new uh, thing, but it wasn't. It was like a South. It was in Miami Beach. So yeah. it was like a cool, trendy thing. Whatever. Yeah, they have it every December. That one. The no, fucking, it wasn't Basel. Oh. It was just like a little thing. Somebody had a thing they were exhibiting. So you're like, ah, oh, what better place to catcall? Tells a lady I'd like to suck a fart out of her. That's ass. the cool part about Miami too. You can drink on the street. Really? Yeah, like you can have a fucking container and just sip it. Oh, wow. So I'm like, oh, yeah, whatever. So she walks by with her friend. And then um, a few months later, I think. Well, wait. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She she heard you say she you want to suck a fart out of your ass? And I think she looked. and then, she, you know, she hear that? She saw my sexy. She <laughs> through the sexy. Through the uh, verbiage but, that you were. Yeah, but it wasn't. like that. I was just, just imagine Petey with his like leg up on something like Captain fucking Morgan. Like, <laughs> well, it's yeah. like a hot guy with a great face, but the beard and the shaggy hair is covering it. You got to really look mm-hmm. deep. She looked past the fart, sucking a fart. But line. that was like, I didn't even think, honestly, I didn't think I was going to be with this one. I just, you know, I'm just she, she gave you yeah, her no number? one cat conversing thinks no. they're going to be with the woman. I saw her on face because we were, it's Miami Beach, it's a small scene. Like, yeah. we all go to the same club, same party, same thing, same friends, okay. all mutual friends. So one day I'm on Facebook and I see her picture come up. I'm like, yo, we got like, like 48 mutual friends. This is the girl for that night. So I just sent her a message like, hey, what's up? Boom, boom, boom. Um, I think and you're she cool. Was like, let's yes. hang out. Let's I saw you and I thought maybe I wanted I to suck a fart out of your ass. I was just <laughs> like, suck a fart out of your ass? I was just like, let's hang out sometime. And then just randomly? Out. You didn't even say that you've seen her around before? or Well, yeah. I she her, remembered yeah, you I from? Her, no, I told her I've seen her around. Because we would go to the same fucking club. Okay. Yeah. And then we just started chilling, and that was it. And then five years later, six years later, five years later. Can you define chilling for me? This is a long-disputed definition. Chilling means, like, she would, like, come over, and we would just chill. Maybe she would cook or... You know, hang out of your head. And then out. there was yeah. sex? Then there was sex. Okay. Yo, I ain't gonna front. Can I tell you guys something real quick? Please. I remember the first time that, like growing up, mm-hmm. I always thought if a girl came to my place, like, and not my place, my mom's place, obviously. But if a girl came <laughs> to my, if a girl came over, if I invited a girl over to my mom's place, yeah, we were supposed to, we were fucking. Why does every guy think that? Listen. I mean, especially that's what, that's younger. What I think. That's what I was young. I was young, but then I'll never forget the first time I was in Orlando, and I invited this girl to my first apartment. Invited this girl to my my place, and uh, we're making out, and I'm like pushing up on her. She's like, "Yo, chill." I'm like, "What?" And she's like, "Yeah, no." I'm like, "What? What? 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 
ain't you? And then like, I didn't ever, like, that shit was like, oh, shit. Like, that was the wake-up call. Maybe like, she just wants to physically hang out with you and not Or maybe she, or pussy. not even that. Maybe she did, but she wanted to do it when she, it wasn't yeah, like, so like I was her like, pace. yeah, so I was like, oh, wow, this is another side of this coin. I didn't know this whole time. <laughs> it, yeah, it's a two-sided coin. You know what? I think. Women of feelings I think, and thoughts. I think, honestly, because I try to analyze shit. Mm-hmm. And I realized, like, as a dude, there's no, like, if I could try to change or help something in the future, I think I would teach, like, say if I had a son, I would teach him how to be appropriate. How to be Thank appropriate. You. As, no, I as think opposed, because yeah, you, do you do the whole birds and bees bullshit, but right. it's like, yo, there's, there's a step before the, the birds and bees. Yeah. There's, yeah. A, like, there's a way to be around the opposite sex. Like, there's a way to be appropriate. Well, and also a way, yeah. there's a way to be around the opposite sex or the sex that you're interested in. Absolutely. That is I'm not sorry. that is not sexual. Right, right, <laughs> right. But that's even for me now doing comedy. You don't know how many times I gotta go to the bathroom <laughs> and just be like, and I talk to myself. I'm like, Petey, come Ew. on, man, chill out, bro. Look in the mirror and tell you. You don't. Yeah, I'm like, yo, come on, man. You gotta pull yourself together. You gotta Wait, stop this shit. Who in comedy is making you feel this way? Yeah. No offense to comedians, no, but just, I be, I be, no, because I be hanging around with the, you know, with everybody, and, oh, I, and it's like, and I'll be like, you know, these, and you know, what girl, like you're attracted yeah, yeah, to, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. yeah. or like, I'll just be like, like Sydney you know, Washington likes ladies. Yeah, not even. She likes it's girls, just like, man. She likes be, girls. It's honestly like I'll be like, yo, Petey, come on, man, you're better than that. And I feel proud of myself, though. I feel like proud. Like, to act can... maybe inappropriate. Like, don't act like a yeah, fool in front of her or yeah. whatever. A chick. Well, that's good. I wish more guys did that. Well, I think, but that's what I'm saying. I wish, not wish. I think there should be something that's like, yo, do not. Don't cat. Like, what's wrong with you, man? Yeah. Like, even for me now. No chick likes that. You know what the fucked up part about being a well, domestic, do. a domesticated hood dude is? What? Because now I'm back in the world with the rest of the savages that's not domesticated. So right. imagine knowing something. So you have to like preach to them. You have even, all this knowledge. I don't even preach. I just, because most of them are grown men. I just walk the other. I'm like, I can't yeah. even hang out. Like I see certain people. I'm like, all right, I got to go this way. Because uh-huh, yeah, yeah. I don't want whatever, however they are, whatever they believe. I don't want that to reflect on me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's very wise. So it's like, I could tell a grown dude, hey man, maybe you shouldn't say this or be this kind of way to a woman. It's like, they lived their whole life. I figured it out myself. No one kind of put me on. I was like, hey, maybe I need to chill. Or maybe maybe there's more to this. Or maybe there's, I can appreciate more than just... That I mean, yeah, we're all fucking creatures and we all have our urges, but mm-hmm. it's not to the point of you like can, people can control them more yeah, than they think they can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not to the point of like, oh my god, I don't know how I cannot. Well, how can I, I ha- not do this? I have that theory of like the dude, the type of dudes that catcall on the street, like they're fucking animal. Like the way they do it, it's just like Jesus. It's like fucking gross, man. And I'm like, what is going on in your head? Like, what do you think you're going to get out of that? And I'm like, it has to just be that you grew up and no one fucking told you that women don't like that. Yeah. And so you just know women like that in their head. And then, But it's like, how come your success rate is probably zero? Well, no, but I, I think the problem is every once and again, and I see yeah. it in Harlem, it does work. But it's like one time out of a hundred, but that one mm. time keeps them going. In Harlem, it works a little bit more i feel like it's just it's just different d- different pe- ways people <laughs> different grow regions, up different yeah regions. different regions <laughs> uh just have different standards of uh, of like how it is appropriate to hit on someone but i think like i can understand you not wanting to get involved in like kind of rising above it but i think it would be very like meaningful yeah. not to get in fights or anything but like if you said something to someone yeah, who you guys they're not gonna respect like dude. a white girl on the street being like because mm-hmm. i'm always like women don't like that i always say out loud i'm like women don't like being talked to like that but it's it's easier if you're like someone like 
like you, mm-hmm. you know, just like a fellow black guy. A fellow guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is saying, even, says like, it says it. They just, men also just have more respect for one another, just to be honest. But, than women, yeah. yeah. But that's the funny but part. But that's what's going to help that. Because even, even though, a, like, a man has, a man will have respect for another man until that man says something he doesn't agree with. Then right. It's like, and then it's like, look this guy fucking gay. What? Well, yeah, until <laughs> you say something progressive. Well, what is this guy a fucking equal <laughs> rights? No. What is wrong with this guy? Yeah, you're absolutely right. But it's just like, you know, we just all keep, keep fighting the good fight. Like, don't give up on that, you right, know? Because right, right, it's right, like, right. It, it's so beneficial to you and you're such a better person because of it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because I always say, like, with, with feminism and stuff and, and the stuff that we want to happen and the respect that we want to gain from men, honestly, and it's sad to say this, but it, it, we can jump up and down and say like respect us respect us all we want but then if another guy steps in who's like yo they don't like being women don't like being talked to like that i think it's gonna resonate more with dudes resonate more mm-hmm. so keep talking to them yeah i mean like anyone uh, you know i don't think a lot of feminists like to be like oh we don't need men's help but it's just like they're a huge part it, yeah of the it's more meaningful when someone who is not fighting for rights from them for themselves steps in just like the civil rights uh, f- uh benefited greatly when white people stepped in like it's not it doesn't make anyone any less or well, anyone fighting any less it just makes it like hey this is something we all fucking want it's not just people who are going to benefit from it right wanting it that's the only thing i think it was the great american songstress whitney houston who once said (laughs) rest in peace rest in peace i believe the children are future teach them well and let them lead the way if only yeah you know what i'm saying so for me the (laughs) most the most important like even for me doing kind of whatever anything that i could give to the world Uh because that's the most important thing to me like having a lot of money taught me none of it matters Mm mm-hmm as opposed to what the fuck you leave behind. Mm-hmm. So to me, I'm always I've always been focused well not always, but like now when, you know, since I kind of became conscious was like I want to help the young people cuz I feel like it's easier to help a young or try to persuade a young person yeah. to think some way than a dude that's been doing this shit his whole life. You feel me? Like you yeah, can't Yeah, of course. Of course. You know? can't teach an old so, dog new tricks. Right, and but, it's better for the future too exactly. uh, to like get in while they're young because that's when people get brainwashed into certain things anyway. So let's start the PD child out uh, outreach program. I think Yeah, it's less creepier than you guys think, okay? No, PD in all seriousness, <laughs> you should volunteer for Big Brothers, Big oh, Sisters. Oh, you would be amazing. I used to volunteer but like they're like the white bitches are a dime a dozen. Like they honestly need men like black men hispanic men like it's strong male role models are so needed like you would be the best big brother i'm thinking about you should i was thinking about starting a program called the big homie program okay or that That but it's for adults that need guidance it's like adult dudes that's like yo man i don't know what the fuck i should do Mm -hmm. like nobody respects me in my neighborhood people (laughs) kids are making fun of me what should i do big homie what should i do big homie and i'm like buy a gun Whoa! Not to hurt anybody, just for, so for a conference. No, Petey, I was just, I was, <laughs> we were doing so well. <laughs> you Petey. were, you knocked it sorry. out of the park until that. No, 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 that was a joke. But big, oh. big homie is here for the little babies and the, like the future is the most important to me. I love Hell the yeah. future. I, you know why too? Because I didn't have nobody when I was growing up that made me be like, and that's the shit when you reflect and you go, mm-hmm. damn, I wish I had somebody to pull me to the side and be like, yo. Or at least somebody, because I'm sure people try, but it's like, role model. It's like, yo, yo, ma, what do you mean I could be whatever I want? You, you got like three, four of us in the. Why is this what you wanted? Yeah, yeah. So it's different too when someone that has. That's why I like working with those kids at the door because it's almost like they see my journey and they're going on it with me. So, you know, if I'm fortunate enough that things work out, I feel like they made it with me, and they yeah. and then like it's like they'll hang on to my words even more. Mm-hmm. Or like even I got nephews that are like, hey, what are you doing? Are you going to the city to do comedy tonight? And just to be able to say, yeah, 
Yeah. And their excitement is huge because now they like look at me like, wow, he's breaking the fucking mold kind of. Yeah. Right. That's Doing great. what he wants to do. And you're proud of your work and you're fucking killing it. Yeah. That's following great. your dreams. I think that's the best example you can set for anybody is just to follow your own dreams and try to uh, succeed and, and be make yourself happy. It's it's inspiring to watch somebody else do that. Totally. And be the best you. You know what I'm saying? So, I've seen y'all in Hustler the other week. You know what I'm saying? Y'all inspire me to hustle. Oh, thanks. <laughs> you know what I mean? I like, a hustle like, spread inspired me Yeah, because yeah, I got, I got I gotta step my hustle up. Oh God, I love um, you. <laughs> where can we find you online? Online, you can find me uh, Petey's World at Petey's World FTC. FTC stands for for the community. Okay. Oh, obviously. Uh, you can find me at PD's Jokes. Uh, PD Diabru. Oh, and so we'll have that information online, too in the description of this podcast. And then you know, you know what's going on at the Creek. Petey's Hell world. yeah! My, tonight, yo, tonight, my yeah. People's will be, be there. Be there. I got some special stuff lined up. I got a fucking mentalist coming in. Oh shit! Wow! Like this dude's real deal. Like he fucking blew my mind. Like I, I had to go home and Google sorcery. <laughs> Holy shit! I I'm sorcery. excited. I had to go. Home and oh, I'm so sorcery. excited. I, yo, I seen this motherfucker like, like guess somebody's fucking debit pin. What? Wow! Off of asking them questions that had nothing to do with their bank account. That's like, crazy. And then being like, I don't, the way when I ask you about your favorite place, your right eyebrow raised. Like, whoa, what? whoa! Oh, I'm excited. What for do that. you call those micro micro uh, aggressions or something? Like they read oh, the micro. Sim- yeah, it's I don't like know. The way you your right nostril flared, I could tell you needed some love. Like, <laughs> what? What? How do you know? Your, your boyfriend, your 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 ex's name was Diego. You're like what? what the well, he's gonna be on there. Y'all gonna be on there. Mike Coscarelli's coming through. Yeah, you guys know Adam Palmer. Yes, yep. he's he's in town from Vietnam, so oh, that should wow. be cool. Oh shit! Uh, and then it'll be great. Is it five bucks? Five five dollars. First $5? time. First first. Freaking uh, the cave. You know, yeah. Long get your ass to Long Island City. And what time? Train. Ten p.m. Ten p.m. tonight. Right. Ten p.m. Baby. Well, shout, it, yo, real quick. Shout yeah. out to um to y'all. Thank you for having me. <laughs> shout oh, out. thanks. And baby. I wanted to, I just wanted to plug. Yeah. Shout out to um, the Creek in the Cave for having me, Rebecca oh, yeah. Trent, and uh, everybody over there. They're great. They treat me like I'm family. That's great. Uh, and you guys, you guys, uh, again, I'm. I'm Shout proud. out to us right here. Shout out to you guys. <laughs> Hi. For for allowing me to be here with you guys. Oh, no pleasure. You paved your own way here, PD. Oh, this is big for me. You you are you are in this <laughs> prestigious spot on the Guys We Fucked podcast, guys. This has been Guys We Fucked, the anti slut shaming podcast. Thank you so much. Please rate and review us on iTunes. We Please. appreciate it so so much. We'll talk to you next week. You and me, baby, yeah. nothing but yeah. now, so let's do it. Thought I lost ya Was gonna have a search Party cross country Luckily